the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a Friday. Good to have you here. The Dave Ellswick Show. Robert Steinbach will be joining us. Chris Corbett will be joining us. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is coming. Matt Smith is going to join us. So we've got a lot of different people that are going to be here on the Dave Ellswick Show today. Last hour of the show, 10 o'clock hour. I'll give you a good movie to go see over the weekend. Uh, take out uh, that uh, that uh, sweet thing that you got that you date, whether be male or female. All right. There's still females now take guys out, so I gotta I gotta do it that way now. I've changed my ways. I've become a twenty first century man. What can I say? Anyway, uh, I'll just let you know the name of the movie is Plain. Now it's not, you know, um, you know, mysterious island or something. It's not the plane, it is plain. That's all. Just plain. There's no the or anything with it. Just plain. So uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, I, I'm going to run off on a tangent uh, later in the show. You're going to say, Dave, you're always talking crazy stuff. Well, I, I have to talk this crazy stuff because who was it that, that, that warned you that the food police were coming? Who warned you about that first about 12 years ago? Ah, moi. Yeah, me. I did. I told you. Well, I'm going to warn you about something else. The carbon police are coming. And I'm going to tell you about that. And I'm also going to tell you about the um, the environmentalists are going to make you. I'm not saying they're going to ask you. They're going to make you eat bugs. They are. They're going to make you eat bugs. And the way they're going to start making you eat bugs is the first thing you're going to do is your kids are going to shame you. That's what they're being taught. In schools now, they're being taught how to shame you, and I'll—it's coming. <laughs> as as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, I swear to you, this is coming. This will not happen in my lifetime. I don't believe. Now, I would have said that about you know men using women's bathrooms and uh, boys showering with girls in the uh, school locker room, uh, and and that that all came about within just a few years of letting the Democrats into the White House, all right? Now, this could happen, too, because you got, you know, 
crazy people out there like Carrie and Gore who are taught in our schools as the purveyor of truth about global warming. I I can tell you they're going to they're they're changing your children right in front of your eyes and you're allowing it to happen. That's why what we did yesterday talking about universal school choice is so important to get control of our schools again, to get control of what's being taught in your schools again, getting in control what your children are being taught and how they're being told they got to eat bugs to save the planet. I'm telling you. Look, Aaron looked at me like I was nuts too because I I hadn't pulling up stuff today and editing and going kind of crazy. And, uh, and he'll tell you that I was ranting in a raven walking around down up and down the halls because I was having problems, uh, trying to, to find some of the clips that I wanted, but that, that's just the way it is. Uh, we got them. I got them. We sent them to him. He's, he's got them over in the archive, ready to go. Uh, Robert was stopping to pick up, uh, some coffee. Uh, just know in the near future, Robert, that'd be bug coffee. It's, it's not going to be coffee beans. Coffee beans are not sustainable. Coffee beans take too much water. Coffee beans use too much of the precious resource, resources of Mother Earth. We must replace it. And we'll, why would that be bad? Because it will be a coffee that tastes better and it's better for you. They're going to they're gonna kind of, you know, put it in a in a file like that for you. But that's that's for later in the show. All right, that's for later in the show. Let's talk about some of the big things that are going on in the in the world first. Get them get them underway. Uh, get the show underway. But I I I'm, I promise you somewhere along before the year end is out, I'm going to tell you that uh, what you've been told is nothing more than science fiction crap is really science fact. It is happening right now under your nose, and they're not talking about it because they hold their cards close to their to their uh, to their chest. But uh, look, it's already started. You go to Burger King, you can have a Whopper, or what do they what do they call that Whopper that's that surprise meat. What what do they call that? It's the impossible whopper. The impop the impossible whopper. They they have already <laughs> branded it in a in a very positive way that makes it sound that yeah, I want to have one of those. I think it has significantly more saturated fat than a real burger. No, that doesn't matter. <laughs> right. All right. It's we're, saving the we're, planet. We're, saving, we're the planet. saving the planet. That's right. You're clogging your arteries, but you're saving the planet. Pretty soon you're going to be eating uh, sur- uh, centrifuged uh, spun uh, uh, cockroach guts instead of uh, tomato paste. I had that paste. for breakfast. Yeah, that's what you're going to be doing. <laughs> They're already starting it in Italy. They're making pasta sauce out of cockroach guts. There's a place in Little Rock, an Italian place, uh, that I think that's what they use. <laughs> no, no. Is I'm it bad that? No, it's, it's, so bad. Bad. it's always terrible. All right, all right. <laughs> so, Robert, I'll let you go off right now because I'm, I'm here I am talking about eating bugs. And we got, we got this story. 
is from the National Review. Tell it to me. The U.S. yesterday hit the debt ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're like seven minutes into the month, right, of the first month of the year. Debt yeah. ceiling. Yeah, set by Congress, <laughs> setting off a series of special measures from the Treasury Department to avoid default. Extraordinary measures include delaying some payments, including contributions to federal employees' retirement plans, uh, to free up funds for essential payments such as those with Social Security and debt instruments. I, well, I got my Social Security check uh, Good. Tuesday, so Good. and it, and it had the increase in it. So evidently, uh, my money got out before they 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 put the cap on it. So anyway, right, right. Uh, Jim Jordan saying uh, uh, Democrats want to raise the debt ceiling, refuse to cut spending, use the media to blame Republicans. That's true. Fox News reporting Republicans have countered that there's still time to negotiate a deal that allows for a debt ceiling hike and reduce spending. The Treasury Department has said it can hold out for several months before an increase is required. And House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has urged the White House to begin negotiations now. Now, if you saw, if you listen to my show on Tuesday from the Capitol, I talked about this. I talked about this. And... Uh, and told you that the Democrats said ixnay and nay ain't going to happen. Right. We're not going to. We we're going to raise the debt ceiling. And uh, who's the guy that's the the, the minority leader now? Oh yeah, Hakeem, um, whatever his name Jeffries? is. Jeffries. Is it Jeffries? Yeah, Jeffries. Yeah. He said we ain't coming to the table to talk about no stupid cuts. You know, it's kind of like uh, the treasurer Sierra Madre. Cuts? We don't need no stupid cuts. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so anyway, we're going to – we're gonna. that's all out there. Now, they're talking about this, and I had on uh, Wednesday, we had on uh, Congressman Hill talking about it, and he said that uh, they're already talking about this because they want to go back and, and do uh, the balancing of the budget the way it's supposed to be done. Uh-huh. It's not supposed to be done in an omnibus bu- bill. It's supposed to be done in separate bills. Piece by piece. Yeah, dealing with the piece econ- by piece, dealing yeah. with our budget. And uh, he says we're going to send it, but don't don't think that the, that the Senate's going to do it that way. They're going to send it back to us as an omnibus, right. and then we're going to send it back and say, uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't voting on it. <laughs> so get ready. I'm just telling you. I think that there's going to be a major eyeball to eyeball showdown. Uh, about this. All right. Chris has come in. He's got his Denny's hat on. Chris comes in. He looks like he's ready to go hunting. That's a nice outfit there. <laughs> he's got his hunting vest on. He's got his uh, flannel shirt on. Yeah. You're looking good. Thank you, sir. Looking dapper. Sorry I'm late. I think if you'd have said it at uh, 8 a.m., I probably would have been here at 8.15. <laughs> right, right. No. Well, I think I was, I was late, too, by the way. Oh, uh, Chris. You? oh yeah. Oh, and thank I'll, you. I'll tell thank you that, you. sir. But, you know, the, the way you get Chris to show up at 7 o'clock, you tell him the appointment is 6.45. No. Or free breakfast. Free breakfast. Actually, a free steak would be better. A free steak. Yeah. Hey, this guy can eat steak. steak is going away. <laughs> yeah. What? Say what? Yeah, no meat, baby. You're not going to be able to eat steak. I'm, oh. I'm just telling you it's coming up. It's coming. The, the elitists are going to tell you. That you got to eat bugs. I got to go eat bugs or the, no, imp- the impossible I'm burger. Not, that's what he's talking I about. Are, they're already getting you ready for it by getting people to eat the impossible burger. Ha- have you, Chris, have you, ever eaten, have you ever eaten bugs? Hell no. Oh, wait. I thought you were going to say impossible burger. Yeah, no. But. Uh, you know, uh, depending on the amount of candy I ate from Mexico, the bugs <laughs> are, hey, 
Let me tell you what. There's some bugs. I've ridden a motorcycle many, many times. I yeah. have eaten bugs. Eaten bugs there. Yeah. Okay, oh, but, not, but not but not because I want to. Okay, <laughs> you can tell that I'm a happy motorcycle rider by the number of bugs in I've my teeth. I've watched Fear Factor. Oh, Joe I, Rogan. I, That's where Joe Rogan got started. I yes, would sir. never. I would never have gone on that show. Me either. No way. So anyway, yeah, Joe Rogan, uh, uh, who makes a great of, podcast now. Yeah, but and, like, doesn't he have a contract for tens of millions of dollars? Yeah, on his oh, podcast, yeah, it's like it's amazing. Plus, Quarter he billion. does MMA. What can yeah. I say? He still does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been watching. He doesn't fight it. He's like know, hosting no. or something. <laughs> Joe Rogan out and fighting right. in MMA. Uh, what the, the guy's got a jar head? Have you he seen can, his neck? It's bigger than his head. It may be, but his stomach <laughs> looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, is that right? Okay, I'm just, I'm just telling you. All right, let's take a break. Nineteen after seven. Chris is here. Robert is here. Let the hilarity ensue. It's the Dave Ellswick Show here on 101, uh, The Answer. The governments are going to force you to eat bugs. And I'm not kidding. I got all, I'm loaded for ammo later on in the show to play this stuff for you. Did you see uh, Gore go crazy yesterday? In no. Diva, in Diva? Okay. Al hey. Gore? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got you got my Gore clip there? Yeah. She's standing was he standing We're next to, to that Greta, Greta Thurnberg or what is her name? Oh yeah. That was an all that was a fake arrest, by the way. No Did you know? Kidding. Yes, it was a fake arrest. That was all planned. The guy that was next to her uh-huh. that was escorted wasn't even a cop. No. Yeah, you remember the true. AOC arrest where that she put same her hands behind? Same thing. Same thing. Oh it's man. the same things what they do. They don't believe your lying eyes, I'm just telling you. You got it ready there for me? All right. Here is Al Gore yesterday. Now, he's going to start off talking about the good things. But remember when I said that the, uh, uh, the bill that they passed to um, get rid of inflation yeah. wasn't really about getting rid of inflation, but it was about spending big amounts of money on green stuff? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Listen. Well, and, and I just want to cover some of it. In my country, we passed the... Inflation Reduction Act, Listen which is up. primarily a climate uh, act, $369 billion, which will actually be much larger than that because the heavy lifting is done by tax credits that uh, are very long-term, some of them actually open-ended, uh, and the early investments that have already been triggered by it it's uh, give a great deal of reason, uh, many reasons for believing it's going to be much larger than $369 billion. So I'm very encouraged by that. Secondly, in Andrew's home country, Australia, the elections uh, changed the climate policy of Australia. And then the elections in Brazil elections changed have, the climate policies in Brazil. So there is Brazil. good news. We okay. do have some It's really going momentum. good in Brazil, by the way. The European Union has been mostly successful in balancing the need to respond to the short-term energy crisis caused by Russia's evil and cruel invasion of Ukraine, balancing that short-term crisis with the need to accelerate the longer-term transition to renewable energy. There is still a risk that it will get locked into fossil fuel infrastructure that actually increases emissions in the years going forward, and we have to be careful uh, about that. There's more good news as well on the technology front. As Andrew said, we have the technologies we need. The International Energy Agency says for a 50% reduction, we have all the technologies we need with proven deployment models already available to us. 
the next 50 percent after 2030. We have the technologies that are in development. We see the pathway uh, to improve them. We know how to get there. Uh, stop that just for one second. Year, you just stop there. If you okay, now I'm going to tell you right now. This crap that you're going to hear coming up, and that you're hearing right here, is being taught to your children in school as we speak. That's right. This stuff is being taught to your kids. Hey, look, they're still showing it an, an inconvenient truth in the school system, and it's been completely debunked as a as as a um, a documentary. But anyway, let's get back to the man who created the internet. Here's Al Gore. If you look at all the new electricity generation installed worldwide, 90% of it was renewable. It's now the cheapest source of electricity in almost the entire uh, planet. Uh, secondly, that's because uh, you got rid of the vehicles cheap for the kind transportation of sector. The penetration has reached the 10% level in multiple geographies. That's the point where you often see an inflection uh, going much higher. Norway's already at 50%. All the automakers are going in that direction. Business uh, is leading. Andrew and Mark, of course, uh, are two wonderful examples. There are many others. And in the uh, WEF this year, I have noticed a, a huge increase in the amount of passion and, uh, and attention being paid by CEOs and other business leaders. It is for real. But as the Secretary General said in his brilliant speech uh, earlier today, we are not winning. The crisis is still getting worse faster than we are deploying these solutions. And we need to make changes quickly. Emissions are still going up. All these promises of the last few years to cut emissions, emissions are still going up. When are we going to bring these emissions down? And, and just to put the science in a, a slightly different context, people are familiar with that thin blue line that the uh, astronauts bring back in their pictures from space. That's the, that's the part of the atmosphere that has oxygen, the troposphere, uh, and it's only five to seven kilometers thick. That's what we're using as an open sewer. If you could drive a car straight up in the air at interstate highway speeds, you'd get to the top of that blue line in five minutes, and all the greenhouse gas pollution would be below you. We're still putting 162 million tons into it, Every single day. And okay, the let's hold it up. I'll pick it up on the other side of the break because we, we don't have to. This is, I mean, he goes on a rant that you will not believe. We're using our oxygen area for an open sewer. Hey, I gave up right guard. Spray deodorant to protect the ozone. And that hole has healed up, by the way. Well, let me tell you what I do, Dave. You know, when it's real cold outside, I take the right guard and I just go outside and I spray it. I'm just, get me that hole you in that ozone. You can't even get it that way I can't, anymore. I just, I just keep spraying and spraying. They don't make it right? that way. Is that not right? Did I? used to be you walk in a boy's locker room in America in a high school and you couldn't breathe because of the cloud from the right guard. Anyway, Dave, we'll take a break. I, I lost some brain cells there. All right. You're going to lose more. He's only got All a few right. to spare. All right. That is correct. Zero nine six five. We're trying to get Alan uh, Bubba's on right now from Davis Burgers. We're going to get him on in a moment. There's something important we got to talk to him about. And I'm, it's beef. Not, yeah, it's it's not about where's it's, it's the not beef. About bucks. All right, so l let me let you hear what your kids are hearing a little bit more of from Al Gore and and his uh, his craziness. He was saying to Davos, "Go ahead." Amount 
is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say... Okay, enough. Stop, 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 stop. This is why our, our oceans are boiling. That's right, because we're, we're exploding 9 million zillion atomic bombs in our atmosphere every day. This is what your children... You wonder why your kids are stressed? They're scaring the crap out of them with this stuff. That's why. Good God Almighty, give me a frickin' break. Somebody shut him up. He's the reason for global warming. All the hot air he's firing out. <laughs> I'm losing brain cells listening to him. I'm so glad he lost that Supreme Court case in 2000. Can you imagine if he was our president back in 2000? <laughs> I just can't even listen to that voice, that terrible oh. voice. Let's talk about how much money he's made in buying and selling carbon credits. Yeah, you should be worth financial. Three. You should yeah. be worth three million. Yeah. He's like worth three hundred million. Yeah. Now. Well, if, if uh, your listeners want to dig into these carbon tax credits, you might want to ride the wave. Look at Occidental Petroleum; they're buying tons of tax credits in these carbon credits, and they sell them for folks that owe taxes. It's their version of Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's made up. It's made up. <laughs> And so let's say, let's say, for example, you owe your company, you're making a bunch of money, you got a bunch of cash flow, um, you're going to have a tax bill of $100 million at the end of the year, $50 million. What you do is you go buy a tax credit for $0.50 cents on the dollar. And you buy that, and this, there's a market created with these carbon credits, and they buy it and they can cut their tax bill by half. So you tell me about the left and how uh, they're anti-big business. Oh, man. It's Don't a joke. Don't believe it in a moment. That's right. Don't believe it in a moment. But well, anyway, that was Al Gore yesterday. I mean, uh, you know, he was going crazy. Where is he even at? What is he doing? Is he, he in was Tennessee? in Davos. Oh, he's Davos. He's over oh. there at the <laughs> World Economic. <laughs> yeah. Flying over in his private jet. Yeah. Good oh, enough for he, but not for thee. Oh. He don't want you flying, but he'll fly because, hey, what I do is, like John Kerry says, well, like important. I do is very important. That's right. He's important. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, it's true. He's so self-important. It's really remarkable. Yeah. Those are, I got an old saying that my dad gave me, and I mention it once in a while. I think I've said it to you once or twice, Aaron. I wish I could buy them for what they're worth. Or what they think they're worth. And, you know, well, well, I wish I could buy them for what they're worth and sell them for what they think they're worth. Oh, nice. I like that. You know, you'd make, man, I could make some money big time. Yeah. I've known some people that they think their worth is really big. Yeah. I just love to hear Al Gore behind the closed doors and how he's making money off this. He's laughing. Yeah, he's giggling. Sipping his champagne and talking to these guys and just yucking it up, man. Yeah. They really are. I got more from Davos. I'll be playing for. I've got the CEO of Simmons. You know about Simmons, right? The big, big company from Germany. Nope. They build, uh, you know, they build uh, nuclear 
uh, power plants okay. and all kinds of. I mean, these guys are worth, you know, it's not a real word, but gazillions of dollars. Okay, okay, they're worth a lot of money. I'm looking over at Robert. By you the way, said Simmons. I was thinking Simmons Foods and Simmons no, Bank. No, no, not same people. <laughs> uh, Robert is here. He's being quiet right now because I'm talking about crazy stuff. No, not at all. Actually, <laughs> I think it's important stuff. I was looking. I'm unfortunately multitasking. I've got so much, so many things. You're looking up David's Burgers. I, I, you know, Chris. After the show, yeah. uh, maybe instead of breakfast, we go straight to David's Burgers. Oh, no, no, we we I, go we go out fire. to Waffle House. Waffle. First. Oh, That's there what we I'm go. Saying. But I, I, said, I have to have a really good, you know, T-bone. No, really good. They sell a T-bone. You know? Yeah, they're T-bone. They're the world's largest seller of T-bone. Well, well, yeah, but do, I just not that real T-bone. Do you know that independent from the sign that's up at the place? Like, <laughs> no. do you know that to be true? They just no, say, that's I'm what not I said. Sure, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. A gazillion burger sold every day. I, t- I was craving those little small char-grilled hamburgers from Burger King the other day. I ate five of them. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, I, I got to quit. I am making the trip, not this weekend, but next week. Yeah. To Missouri. Where are you going? White Castle. Oh, those are good, too. Oh, man. I'm going you know, to White Castle. You get a dozen I, of them. Get a dozen I grew of them. up with White Castle. But they also have uh, two other things. They have the fake burger. What is it? With the, the yeah. Impossible burger. But they yeah. also actually have a, a vegetarian burger, whatever you call that, right? Which is actually yeah, very the good. Really? The veg- well, it's yeah. like backyard burger. They yeah, used to have a, right. I used to use, eat a, a veggie good. burger. But the, you know why I ate it? I wow. ate it because I had been shamed into eating it. They, I really let them get to me a little bit, That's and they silly. were telling me, "Dave, eat eat veggie burgers." I, that yeah. way, I eat it because it's a different meaning. Save save it's not, the yeah. cow. Yeah, it's nothing about that. It's not. Look because, at that cow. Look at its calf. It's a different. <laughs> it, right, exactly. It's a different dish. You know, I get the chicken burger at David's Burgers because I really like that. Um, and that veggie burger at White Castle tastes great, but so does the beef burger. Well, I think beef may be a slight overstatement for White Castle, but you take my meaning. Yeah. Dave, did well, you hear yeah, that? Here's what you have to do. If you truly want to know about being a vegetarian, try it for 30 days. Didn't you try it? For, I tried it for 30 days. It was hard. Yeah. And I, at Big Orange, I had the falafel. It was freaking awful. Oh. You're crazy. That was, falafel was is terrible. one of the best sandwiches okay. available. Here's you, why. I, you must be smoking the crack. I needed beef, crack. baby. Okay. I was 20 days into all-vegetarian diet, and I was craving well, we, something. You know what? After White Castle this morning, we need to go to Big Orange because I need that, that falafel burger. Terrible. Then we're going to swing by to David's because I need myself a chicken burger. <laughs> Well, uh, I, t- I shouldn't say it was awful. Let me tell you what. It, it's just not for me. I'm not a vegetarian. You got the, you got the word wrong. I it's not awful. It. It's falafel. Falafel. <laughs> well, the, fa- the fact that they tried to make it look like a burger, that's what's no, wrong. Is it, but it is. It's, let me tell you. I think falafel <laughs> has been around longer than burgers. Ow. Well, why do they got to put it on a burger in the shape of that's a hamburger true. patty? It, it used to be, you know, a, a traditional falafel comes yeah. in a pita bread with some salad. Oh, that'd be better. Yeah, yeah it's really nice. Now, but I got to say, their falafel burger yeah. is fantastic. Well, here, here's my, I mean, I would go to lunch and I'd be like, man, I got to get something to eat. Where do I go? Mm-hmm. I'd go to, uh, I'd go to uh, a tropical smoothie and they have a veggie wrap. That was pretty decent after I loaded it up with buffalo hot sauce. <laughs> Kill the taste. <laughs> That's not right. That's not Kill right. the taste. But yeah. I, I got to tell you, there were some benefits of going vegetarian. I, I got to mm. tell you, I felt like I had a little more energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Did you I feel felt a little better? Did you but feel it was all like subjective. what have you done to our fair sister? What have you done yeah. to Mother well, I, Earth? I, I'll tell you, have I, you. Did you did you feel a little Jim Morrison? Yeah, well, now here's what I really did it for. So uh, the old Corbett was a scientist, right? I mean, a data. I'm talking a professional engineer looking at strictly numbers. And I go to my doctor, and he's like, "Hey." I have one data point here, and I need to put you on a statin, and that you're prehypertensive, and you need to lose some weight, don't eat anything, sugar, quitting drinking alcohol. I said, damn, Doc. Uh, so i got to quit everything. I said, hold up. We're not going to make you this decision. You still sleep in your bed. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to make this decision on one data point, Doc. I need three data points. I want my blood taken for a month, for 30 days. My cholesterol did drop by 10 points after 30 days of vegetarian. Does that mean to them? Did it, uh, when they were taking your taking your cholesterol, yeah. were they using a dipstick? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. you had to you had to uh, yeah, use a butter knife to take yeah. his, to you check his to, blood. You know, we had to you had to. It was fake, man. You had to you have to fast. I'm like, why am I fasting before I take my blood? Because that's because that's the the baseline. And oh. You could spike. But here's but, here's the truth. How yeah. about compromise? How about when you have your steak, don't do it only with a potato filled with butter. Maybe actually have some broccoli and salad. Here's a crazy idea. <laughs> All right, Robert Steinbach is here. Of course, he is a law professor over at the Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone, not necessarily those of the school or of uh, the, the college to which it belongs. And then Chris Corbett is here. He is a practicing attorney, as is Robert. Don't want you to think he doesn't practice law as well as teach it. And uh, Chris is from uh, Conway. He's a fifth-generation uh, Arkansan, and both of these guys are my good friends, and I like having them on my show. So uh, it's my show, so I get to say who That's gets right. to be on it. So they're on it, okay? Uh, and I like Aaron, and so Aaron gets to sit across from me and uh, and run the uh, Starship Enterprise. We're going to take a quick break, then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about more. After I tell you about East End Towing and how, whether it's your car, whether it's a trailer, whether it's a camper, if you get stuck on the side of the road, you call them. They'll get you off the side of the road. They can give a tow to you because they got the equipment to do it. All you have to do is call them, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. All right, we're going to talk about SB43. Thank you, Gary Stubblefield. Thank you, Mary Bentley. Uh, for getting this, uh, it's been through uh, the, House, the Senate committee now. We got to go to, over the House. Uh, Dolores, listen to this. Dolores Wilk, the executive director of Central Arkansas Pride, said the bill presents a problem for the entire existence. Exist, line up the boxcars is what they're saying. Uh, anyway, the entire existence of the LGBTQ community in Arkansas. Wilk's quoting them. This is who I am. I will not go back into the closet and will not be erased. We belong unquote. All right. And uh, the folks from this side of the uh, of the argument, drag queens and whatnot, because this is basically a bill that was put out of uh, is is going through session right now because of you know high schools and uh, grade schools and. You know, public libraries having drag queen reading hours and all of that kind of stuff. So, uh, real quickly for you, here is one of the most famous, you got that part that I say? The most famous drag queens in America out of uh, uh, New York. And uh, he's talking about drag queens, and you hear him say, well, it's not sexual in nature, uh, nature. I beg to differ, and so does this person. 
I have no idea why you want drag queens to read books to your children. I have no idea. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much? Other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. Well, we'll just leave it right there. That's all I need of that. Why would you want that? To influence your child. I, that's a good question, isn't it? Isn't that a good question, Robert? I think that's a great question. Can we play that one more time? Just that little segment there. Here, here what, this is a drag queen. Listen to what they're saying to you. All you parents out there that take your kids to these things, what's wrong with you? I have no idea why you want drag queens to read books to your children. I have no idea. What, what in the hell has a drag queen ever done? to make you have so much respect for them and admire them so much other than put on makeup and, and jump on the floor and writhe around and do sexual things on stage. I have absolutely no idea why you would want that to influence your child. All right. I agree. Thank you. That's not from me. That's from one of the most booked Drag queens in the United States. Yeah. Well, uh, Dave, to legitimately comment on a drag queen show, you need to go to one. Uh, I've been to one, and it was a bar here in Arkansas. Everybody knows about it here in Little Rock. It's Discovery down there down there near the river. Did they, did they have they got uh, anybody dressed up like Bette Midler? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, man. Usually they do. I'm just yeah. saying because well, she's a, a big gay rights yeah. supporter because that's a, how she got her start. I saw it in the 90s, and you go down there, they had a discotheque on the on the left-hand side of the bar, and they had the 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 gay bar, the drag queen, and they had a drag queen show. I, like, I got to check this out. Okay. I was like, whoa. Was it not? Was it sexual? Oh, you better believe it was sexual. Okay. They got their junk taped up with the, I mean, you, you looking at them going, is that a dude? Now, do they know. use duct tape or do they use gorilla Man, I need tape? To know. I need to know because they looked like females. I'm just telling you, they looked like women. But there was something wrong. Like they, the hands were too big and the head, they had an Adam's apple. They got an Adam's apple. Well, they didn't have, haven't had it shaved down yet. Yeah, so, and I've got, I've got some, um, I've got some acquaintances that I know and I got to tell you a story. All right. Uh, I had this guy, um come over and see me all right he's he's in a dress my six-year-old is watching the interaction and she's pretty precocious she comes up and goes this is the first question out of her mouth are you a boy or a girl stunned me i was like "Ooh!" and uh uh, uh his response was i'm well, both yeah well why do you ask that question she was confused I'm telling you, she looked. She was confused, and and as kids do, they're t- completely honest. Uh, she turned and ran off. I was like, "Wow!" And so if you're if you're showing this to kids, they're confused. It's not. I don't think you know, the kids are uh, don't need to be exposed to this, especially not reading kids' books in the library. Well, I'm just telling you, if if all the drag queens show up at the Capitol one day yeah. while I'm there, yeah. is, they're going to bring a clown show to the Capitol. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the deal. Here, here's the other side. They're people. 
you know you should love them with a loving spirit and yeah and it's but it's hard to do when they want to promote sexual activities and if you want to make your life milton burrow made a great life for himself dressing up like a woman yeah. all right he yeah. really really did you know put the chiquita banana thing on his head and all of that you <laughs> yeah. know he made a lot of money doing that in television yeah uh, but taking it into the uh, school library or into a classroom or into a yeah. hall where all these kids are meeting. No, right. that's yeah. not what it's about. No. You want to make money entertaining adults, you know, knock Have yourself that. out. Knock yourself That's exactly right. That's exactly, well, I don't ball. have to answer for it, all yeah. right? And You're you the one who will answer right. for it. And you had to be 21 to get in these bars, right? You had yeah. to be 21. So <clears throat> That's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying, they're trying to make this into a, a some kind of a big uh, deal for the uh, uh, civil rights. You know, a core component of the bill is that the activity needs to be sexual in nature. So that's the that's the question. Yeah. Right. right. It's not that's it. because someone's in drag. Yeah. Someone's dressed um, transgendered. No, it has to be sexual in nature. All right, we got to get a break in, got to get to the news. When we come back, Alan Bubba's from David's Burgers is going to be with us. They're doing something at David's Burgers that was uh, told to me today uh, by Chris, and I would expect it from Chris because he likes steak. We'll talk about it when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with you. Chris Corbett comes waltzing into my studio today. Sits down across, Walt, yeah, walks across, <laughs> sits down in front of me, and says, "David's Burgers is, save, is, sell, is selling steaks." And I said, "What?" He says, "They're selling steak." So I said, I, "I'm going to get a hold of Alan Bubba." So I tried to call him, and I get a, a voicemail. And so uh, uh, Steinbach texted him, and so he called in. Alan, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Dave? I'm doing fan. You're selling steaks. Can you believe it? Yeah, I believe it. Dude, you you got the best hamburger in town. It's by, by far. It's it, David, is it, it uh, Alan, rather, is it is it aged beef? It is. We're wow. Aging beef. Now, how do you tell that? Can you tell whether it's used Botox to to keep from showing its age? I mean, uh, <laughs> you can tell, buddy, when you get a bite of those steaks. You can absolutely okay. tell. Okay. Do, do you all age them, or do you do you buy it aged? In yeah, time? they got a time machine. They age them. <laughs> oh, we're we're starting to buy live cattle. Um, the, oh, the cool! Have been so crazy. We've been working on this for years. Oh my goodness! You know, Dad told me. Uh, he said, "Alan, I want you to run this business." And Dad's on the line, by the way. He may not talk much. Oh, great! Well, hey, I can jump, I can yell out at David. Thank you for joining me here on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know that I have the utmost respect for you, sir. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, you're amazing. You really – those pictures you see around the, the, the stores, yeah, David, that's, him. that's him. That was it. Hey, I, I was going I mean, to say, David, was I was going to say, you were a good-looking man. You are a good-looking man. That's right. That's the world you are. Yeah, were were is the key word there. No, <laughs> I saw David. By the way, I saw David downtown at uh, at uh, uh, the Flying Fish. I said, David, I thought you're only allowed to eat at your place. He said, uh, uh, six out of seven days only. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, seventh seventh day he's allowed to eat. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's he did cool. the same thing to the Keats. Wait, well you can't right. eat somewhere yeah, else. That's right. Good. I caught the Keats at another restaurant. Yeah. I gotta say, Alan, here's what I do. I go in and I and I heard there's a special name for this. 
But I'll go to the uh, you know to David's Burgers right there on 89 and Cabot. That's oh, where so I good. where I eat at. And uh, I'll get the hamburger. I'll get a couple slices of pepper jack cheese on it. Yeah. Then I'll get the chicken burger. It's put the on best it. thing on the, the menu, chicken. by the way. That have, is the best thing that on the put menu. On it. I object. And then <laughs> I have, and then I get the salad put on top of that, and then I eat it. Now, is it got a special name or something? Somebody said that that's, it's got special. That's a secret menu item. We have a secret menu that a lot of people don't know about. You can get a patty melt. What you're talking about is a barnyard. A barnyard. It's got, okay. It's got it's got everything it, that's out at the barn. It's got your beef. It's got your chicken, and it's got your bacon on it. All, uh, all on one, one sandwich. It's wonderful. There, so. I've had it. It's, it's really good, <laughs> man. It's good. I, you know, you only live once. You got to eat, isn't that right, David? That's right. <laughs> well, I, I fear if you eat that all at once, maybe you only will live once. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> well, it's good, you, man. Guys, this, uh, what we're doing with beef? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us about the beef. It hasn't, it hasn't been done uh, in the history of Arkansas, as far as I know. Uh, on this kind of scale that we're about to approach. But Dad told me when we started this thing, he said, Alan, never trust anyone with your beef. He said people can, can do things to beef, especially hamburger meat, and put all kinds of things in it that you don't want to talk about. And our beef is just, from day one, our beef has been so good. It is just really great product. I, I had a girlfriend that said that, but I'm not sure we're talking the same topic now. So. <laughs> okay. But, uh, anyway, I was talking to Dad one day, and I was like, we're getting, you know, upper choice prime cattle, and uh, they're 18-month-old cattle. They're not 10-year-old cattle. Nice. Cool. They're, the right, they're the right kind of cows. We're getting the, the black Angus and the good breeds of, of beef. We're not getting old milk cows that are tired and done or old mama cows. I was like, why don't we leverage that and start selling steaks? And Dad's been studying about this for years um, because we can take the parts of the cattle that are great for hamburger and, and use those, and then we can also directly source our beef. And so we finally got to the so point excited. here where we can, where we can uh, hang our beef and dry age it and then uh, sell, the, sell the steaks. And so we're now just now, after years and years of working on this, getting to the point where we can sell steaks to the public all right so where do, clear, where do i go aged. where do i go to get uh to get to can i buy it in cabot at 89 can i order it there at every one of our stores you can you can go in now we've got a little case where we're we're freezing the beef and then uh the steaks you can buy them there and they're way below market for dry. i'm getting i'm getting baby i'm buying some today oh, chris yeah. told me that he said you guys are selling below the prices of the of the big box stores like they're great prices well, I got some Omaha steaks once, and I just was. Our quality is better than theirs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's way, way more reasonable. How uh, long do you I, age them for, uh, uh, Alan? Dad, how how long are we aging that beef right now? Well, right now we're only aging them like twenty eight days. But, okay, uh, we're in the process, almost through with it. We're building a dry aging uh, cooler. It's going to be walled with Himalayan pink salt. Nice. Uh, it's going to be state-of-the-art uh, aging room, and uh, all the humidity and temperature and and airflow in it will be uh, ideal for dry aging beef. And so we're excited about getting that. Now we're, we're just aging it in our coolers, mm-hmm. which works well, but this is just uh, another step up. And so... Uh, and well, and well, David, when you, when you go to step two, will it be a longer aging process? Yes, we can, we can age it. Well, there's really uh, you can 
age it 100 days, uh, mm. it really it really changes the flavor as it gets uh, more age on it. Uh, and uh, when it gets when it gets up there in those big numbers, uh, it it kind of changes the flavor. Where yeah, you know, there's the people that really love it, and then there's several that. I'd rather have it not quite as aged. So right. we're gonna, we're it's like fine through. wine, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I understand. Look, I'm. I eat. Bo- I still drink Boone's Farm. What can I tell you? Well, I got to tell you, it was one, when I saw that little cooler there, gentlemen. I was excited, and the young lady there said, "You know, if you buy enough, we'll give you a free ice cream cone." I said, "Deal." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Deal." <laughs> and the meat looks so good. The meat, the cuts look great. Um, yeah. So you tell your butchers they're doing a great job. I mean, it, it looked wonderful. So I got to I got to ask you a favor, Alan. Is there a time that I can come and visit you, and you'll take me out and show me where you do this at? Wow! Absolutely, we've got a warehouse locally that we do it, and that's what <laughs> we're the we're the only people in Arkansas that are buying cattle, having them killed locally in Arkansas, and then selling them retail like nice. on this scale. That's amazing. There's a few people that do it in a small scale, but to be able to buy it in 10 locations throughout Arkansas where you can get great beef that you you know it's been done locally by local right. people it's it's really a neat opportunity for us so we're we're excited and hope you guys thank you guys for being excited about it with oh, us oh well, i'm really excited it. about this david this is or uh, alan this is really cool david let me ask you one last question this area that you're building to age the beef at now i'm going to be 70 coming up in february but i've had a lot of people tell me i look like i'm uh, 69. No, I'm. They, they, tell <laughs> me, they tell me I look like I'm. I'm still in my mid 50s, is what they tell me. Now, if I walk in there where they're aging this beef, where it's going to be low humidity, is it going to suck all the water out of my skin and everything? And suddenly I'm going to look like I'm 90 years old. Well, you'll need degrees up. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, what we do when we age these prime ribs and loins, we uh, we put shortening on the cut edges right uh, uh warm shortening and then it solidifies on the cut oh, that's edge. interesting that's and interesting. it kind of protects it from from that uh now the rest of the the primal cut is covered with cover fat you know that comes with right. the uh, with the beef that protects it from that but yeah you'll definitely have to let us oil you down when you go in there <laughs> okay now so when that happens from now on when you tell people that you got to oil them down before they can go in tell you we're protecting you from the Ellswick factor there you go <laughs> well i want i want i want a prime rib roast i want the whole roast all right yeah. they can That's do it for you right with there, bone in or the bone, bone out. in and we're going to throw it on the on the smoker Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, guys. We're going to let you go. Guys. We appreciate you. Go to any of your, your burger shops, right, Dave, uh, David and Alan? Go to any burger shop and you can order the beef? Yeah, Mr. Brad's listening this morning. He's the one that cuts them. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Well, there yeah, they are yeah, good we, cuts. We found Brad. He's really, uh, really getting excited about what we do. He's really good with a knife. And, and uh, uh, he's been working in a shop where they uh, cut everybody else's meat. Uh, where they bring their own cattle in and mm. they process it. Now I say we're cutting our own meat, so we got to do it a little bit better. So nice. He's, yeah, he's learning. Uh, he's learning the uh, trade really well. We're proud. Hey, of Dave. It. Yes, I, I missed your call because I was getting the kids ready for school. But my wife would kill me if you didn't talk about Justice Chicken. Uh, the chicken, yeah, good stuff, man. People got to understand. You guys are you guys are expanding out. You understand that if you're standing still, you're going backwards. 
You're, oh, I'll tell you, it's the best chicken fried steak in town with yeah. that gravy on it. Yes, sir. <laughs> chicken. Moving forward. Hey, Aaron, my my producer right now, he says, yeah, man. He's giving he me he's giving me the, 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 the uh, uh, fist shot over there. Huge chicken fried steak, yeah. All oh right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Have a great Friday. We'll Have a great weekend. We'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure, here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. Dave Ellswick Show. Thanks to Alan and to his dad, David, for joining us today on very short notice. And uh, so get a barnyard. Okay, try it. Go to David's Burgers. It's good. And the barnyard is going to be at the, the number one, basically, with the, the chicken patty on top of it. You can get one slice of pepper jack or, or whatever cheese you want. But I, I always get two. And then throw all, all the vegetables. Okay, slap on some David's Burger sauce, and you got yourself a meal. Oh, I didn't mention to you that he's got a steak sauce in there too. That's really good. Well, if it's as it's good, a steak if sauce it's as good make. as the David sauce, yeah, I want some. It's of a that. mix between A one and Heinz fifty seven. It's got a little now. Kick that's to something. It. Now they're talking about greasing me up. Yeah. They might want to paint me up with that. They need a bottle of the steak sauce. The steak sauce was. I, I was first. I was like, oh, I don't need the steak sauce. I just got the hamburger steak. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'll try some of your steak sauce. I'm just telling you. It was good. David's Burgers, best burger place. It's tasty. I, look, I, Alan, you know that this is true, all right? I love White Castle hamburgers, but they do not compare in taste to a David's Burger. Well, the thing about the White Castle, it's not really a hamburger, right? It's it's a, it's a kind of a treat, but you don't really think of it as a, a, a real uh, meat, full meat product. You want to know what we used to? No, I, I can't talk like about what we used to call it we're up north. We're What'd just you call a, Fart rockets. No, okay. <laughs> All right now. All right. Hold on. Is that on the air? Hold on. That's what we used to call it. Or, or gut bombs. Yeah. One or the other. And in bottom line, I, man, I grew up on those. Yeah. My father would come home from three to from uh, three to eleven. She would go to work at three o'clock. Come home at eleven o'clock at night yeah. from the steel mill, and he'd wake us boys up on a Friday night or a Saturday night and say, "Come on, we're going to Holman Avenue. That's downtown Hammond." Nice. That's where the White Castle was. Really? We'd go buy about uh, five or six bags of White Castles, yeah. bring them home, eat them, then go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and we slept on air all night long. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, oh, they're good. They're just good hamburgers. They they really are. I was telling telling uh, uh, Chris and I was telling Robert, I'm making a trip next weekend up to Missouri. Yeah. Uh, was it Cape Girardeau? Is that yeah? That's the closest White Castle I can find. Nice. And so I'm going up there. I'm going to eat now White where is Castle. That? I don't know. Is that north of Kansas City or where were you? No, at? no. It's uh, that's towards center. That's, okay. That's okay. Uh, like St. Louis? up to St. Louis type okay. area. Right I'm going to go up there. It's where Mark Twain's from. And I'm going to go up there and I'm going to eat myself some White Castles and and uh, walk along uh, the river up there and nice. check out where Mark Twain used to write stuff. Where he used to say, for the people in the LBGQ uh, division, common sense ain't very common anymore, is it? So anyway, I just want that's funny. I <laughs> just want to pass that along to them. All right. With that in mind, I've been talking about uh, and mentioning th- these elites that are meeting in Davos. They want you to eat bugs. I, I mean, I really. Robert thought I was being facetious when he first walked in today, but then he figured out I was dead serious about this, and I am dead serious about this. They, the environmentalists, 
the Al Gores, you know, the oceans are, are burning. The, the oceans are, are bubbling away. Uh, the uh, upper atmosphere is our sewer system and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they want us, they want to get rid of beef. Over in, I think it was in New Zealand. No, it wasn't New Zealand. It was up in one of the uh, Sweden or Norway or one of those countries. They killed tens of thousands of cows because they were uh, producing too much methane from their uh, from their poop. Oh my gosh! So they they killed the cows. Hey, they, they killed the, they didn't sell the beef either. I was they say, just we, killed we do it all them. All time, and, you just have a barbecue. Yeah, and they killed them all. They just killed them all. Well, the head of Siemens. Okay, this is a company that's worth billions of dollars. They build. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, one of the main things that they build is nuclear power plants. He was talking to see. Now, this is a CEO, all right? This is a bright man. Just listen to what he said. It's a very important point that you are addressing. Um, my daughter, 24, inspired me and said that, how can you advocate for these zero-carbon value chains if you still eat meat. And so I stopped eating meat. Now the math would say, well, you need to stop eating meat uh, 11 years to compensate for a flight to Thailand. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you it has a big impact. Not only does it have a big impact on the current food system, but it will also inspire innovation of food systems. And I predict that we will have proteins not coming from um, meat in the future. They will probably taste even better. So why are we trying to mimic meat if we can have a better taste? They will be zero carbon and much healthier than the kind of food that we eat today. That is a mission that we need to get on. I can inspire you to maybe look at an organization called EAT, easy to remember. Eat, who have all the facts on this and who have the policies necessary, the innovations necessary, and the scale necessary in order to make food systems sustainable and healthy. Right. Wow. Be- because the, because the what, millions of years that uh, humans, I think humans are about a million years on the planet, but the million years or so that humans have lived on the planet have not been sustainable so far yes exactly it's not sustainable but think about it who was that guy he's the ceo of simmons okay that's the man who that that heads up one of the most uh you know money-making companies in the world he's listening to his daughter how old is his daughter 24 yeah and 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 how did she do it she says how can you how can you talk about reducing carbon emissions when you eat meat she shamed him into becoming a vegetarian Listen, good for him, meaning I don't care. Uh, you don't need me? Don't eat It's me. not just good for him. They want to make it I you, know, Robert. I know it. They want to make it you, Chris. Exactly. But that's my point. It's like if he wants to not eat meat and he wants to recommend to other people not to eat meat, knock yourself out. Because he didn't say, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't eat meat, right. it's like uh, one plane ride to uh, Thailand. No, right. he said... Right. By the way, why is it going to Thailand of all places? But we'll put that aside for now. Um, Have you ever seen the Crying Game? Um, 
Go watch that movie. Right. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> Go watch. Yeah. And, you, and you'll understand really why we need SB43. Well, I don't even know the name of this company. It's a foreign company? Simmons? Yeah, S-I-E-M-E-N-S, I think is how they pronounce it, okay. how they spell it. Oh, okay, okay. Now it's in now. Germany, all right? So yeah, you got to yeah. spell it differently. It's, it's like, uh, you know, they, 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 smell, they spell rat, J-E-W. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a little joke See, there. You gotta, got you it. gotta know your history. Send your letters directly to Dave Ellswick <laughs> at PO Box. I don't care. Anywhere, city, any town, USA. I mean, I'm just being yeah, honest with right. you. Okay, I'm just being honest. But uh, 8:28 on a uh, Friday morning, you're hearing it all today. I mean, you're, it's all coming out. You're getting it all today. I got another story. I'm going to play in the next hour. It's a company out in California. It's a startup. They're making big money. You know what they raise for food? Crickets. Oh, I couldn't hear you. (laughs) (laughs) They're going fishing a lot. And uh, and we're not talking Jiminy, okay? That's not who we're talking about. Uh, Wait till you hear this story. Look, you take these stories and you put them together and you've got some things that are dangerous that are being thought of. Uh, and your kids are being taught that, hey, why would you want to eat a steak if you can save the planet by eating a cockroach? It won't look like a cockroach. It's not like they're going to send sit a bowl of cockroaches down in front of you and said, have a bite. That's not the way they do it. They put them in these big blenders, and they whirl them around real fast, and all their guts go out of them, leaves their exoskeletons. And they take the guts and they flavor it and they put a few little chemicals in it and it makes it taste like meat. Now, why would you want to eat meat when you got zero carbon-based life form right there you can eat? Look, again, just to be fair, Dave, uh, if they want to eat that, that's fine by me. I don't care. Well, I haven't got into the part of how they're going to force you to eat it, but that's, I'll, I, yeah, I'll I mean, get that's into the, That's few. the difference, right? Like, you want to make up, you know, cricket stew? Knock yourself out. All right. We'll right? talk more about it. I, I did eat some bugs one time down in south america but i got to chase it down with tequila so i was willing to make the sacrifice we got more coming your way we got uh, sean hannity though right now on the dave ellswick show all right so uh let me remind everybody about hillcrest designer jewelry my good friend eric coleman need to go over and visit with him um have i showed you guys my the jewelry that i had made yeah it's wonderful did i show you yeah yeah yeah. it's wonderful pull it out here there you go Oh, yeah, that's nice. I like it a lot. It's a star of David with cross in the middle of it. And I just tell everybody that encapsulates the Christian faith completely. Yeah, it's beautiful. Very nice. Because Paul tells me I'm grafted into the Jewish religion, and Jesus says my my sins are forgiven. Yeah. So that's why I got the cross in the middle of it. So anyway, because remember, Jesus was a Jew. Uh, Anyway, that's something (laughs) that's important for everybody to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, I got, got uh, off on a tangent there. What else is new? Uh, Eric Coleman, uh, he's the one that I sat down with and designed this. And I guess on my – Aaron, on my Facebook page, we're going to have to take a picture of it and put it up on my Facebook page so everybody can see it. Because people who see it say, I want to get one of those. People of the faith want to, want to get one of those. So if that's the case, you know, although my wife may get upset because she wants to keep it, that only she and I have one of them. So it becomes a very personalized thing between us. Uh, 
Eric can help you if you got some other idea uh, that you want to do, and he can he can have it made. I mean, he made this for me, but with his own hands, man. The guy is an artisan. He is great. He is wonderful and did it for me. All right, located 3000 Cavanaugh, open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Go see my good buddy, Eric Coleman. Get something for your wife or your husband. That's only something that you two will share. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. You guys are going to the state Supreme Court. When's that going to happen? Ooh, we're excited about it. Uh, we're finally um, actually going to get a day in court, uh, February 2nd, 10 a.m. Steinbuck and I are going to argue in front of the Arkansas Supreme Court cool. on a gun law. Yeah. And people can watch it um, online. I'll be doing a, a post here shortly uh, to send the link. I think the actual the rotunda over there, the round building, which is, houses the uh, – Arkansas Supreme Court next to the Capitol, it's going to be filled up. So I think they have yeah, really not, 50 to 80 seats. I spoke to them yesterday, and they only have 80 seats. 50 are already a group is coming in from out of town, and then the remainder are going to be filled with uh, almost invariably because I'm, I'm going to be providing the list of UALR, excuse me, UA Little Rock. We, we, we change the branding a little bit. UA Little Rock law students. Uh, so it... it if you want to watch it, watch it online because yep. the, the actual seats are going to be uh, filled okay, up. Okay, so I'll be sitting. What time, what it's time are you up? 10 a.m. And we get 20 minutes. So the Supreme yeah, Court time. is very um, – they're stickler on their time. they got a clock ticking behind you. Okay, so with that in mind, hey, Aaron, is it possible for us to bring that up online and we can air it live on the air? Oh, wow. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Because so, so that we can hear uh, Toot Sweets over here, hear his argument. It's, it's from the Supreme Court. If if we can carry it on online, wow. the state Supreme Court, oh, that'd be fantastic. We should be able to carry. I would think it, the audio. Just, yeah, yeah, the audio and um, yeah. Um, so the issue is going to be. So I can um, hear them ask their questions. Yeah, it's too. right on point. Mm-hmm. I, my, my, I suspect that we won't get two minutes into the argument and then they start peppering us with questions. Oh, good. good. I mean, I, I don't. The the statute's pretty clear. It's written where. Um, uh, officers of the court can carry a firearm into the court house. Seems like to me that the, the, the yeah. question is, what is the definition of officer of the court? Yep, and that's already. And if I understand, yeah. lawyers are officers of the court. That's right. And here's what's interesting about it. So um, uh, the way this came up is uh, um, I had to go to the courthouse one time, and I was in a hurry and I had my pistol on me, which I normally do. I'm enhanced concealed carry licensee, and I had to. I was in a hurry, man. I had to run back to my truck, put my gun up, lock it up, take the clip out, put the clip in the glove box, lock the pistol in the back of the truck. And um, anyways, uh, what 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 bothered me about it? We pulled the statute, and I was like, hey, you know what? I think I can bring this pistol in. It's concealed. You can't see it. And then we start filing lawsuits, and these liberal judges just smacking us down. It's funny to watch them squirm. When they're trying to interpret this statute, now they tripped us up. They got us good. They come at they come at us from the a blind side and said, "Well, the writ of mandamus isn't the way to go." It was a tripwire, procedural tripwire. One of the justices called it that a procedural tripwire, because a writ of mandamus is an extreme remedy. Um, anyways, uh, we're back in front of the Supreme Court to see what they say. And here's the issue: this is this is the Pulaski County Courthouse. So yesterday, I'm on the second floor having a hearing. And I notice a crowd of people, bags, purses, wheeling, wheeled suitcases, 
all walking around this new fancy metal detector mm-hmm. at the Plastic County Walking around, not going through it. Yeah. Yeah. And guess who? I went down and just said, who are these people? I mean, there are no IDs shown. Oh, they're the employees. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, 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 what? They're the employees of the county? They get to walk around the uh, county? So what they're saying is the government's different. Of course. Yeah. You know, they're not subjects for thee, but not, not for, for thee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can't present yeah. any of that at the Supreme Court. We just got to argue the law. But the law is on our side, and it's beautifully written. Um, and then, so it's going to be interesting to see how these folks uh, present it, um, and how they, I guess they're not presenting how they interpret it, and in their mind they're going to be fighting it. I, 100%. Well, the whole thing. You'll have the other side there too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Plastic oh, yeah. County attorneys. Okay, so they'll be they'll be doing that. So you need to listen to this. It's the second is on a Thursday, so maybe what I have to do since I'll be at the Capitol mm. is I'll record it. Yeah. And then when you guys come on the next day on Friday, we can play extra. We can yeah, play and talk that'd about be perfect. it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh no, but we're not going to be here that next Friday. We're driving oh. up to Jonesboro for here. Isn't that that's right? Jonesboro? Yeah, we got a we got a young lady that's been banned from city meetings. No, that's a different case. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this is. Oh, we got some. Oh, that's right. We got two wonderful teachers. Case. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow, so you guys are. Uh, yeah, doing things all over the place. Well, they, yeah. they they chose to be patriots and go to the January sixth. Um, um, I wouldn't call it a protest, but a demonstration that got a little out of hand. And um, but they some, didn't go in the Capitol or exactly. anything. They were only outside. Yeah. And some lefty uh, attacked uh, these two honorable patriots. Uh, and and said all of this scurry, scurrilous uh, statements about them. Literally, almost got them fired. Almost from the got teaching them fired. Job. So yeah. we defended them before the, uh, I think the board of education or whatever yeah. it's called in That's the state, uh, and we got that uh, kicked out, booted out, taken care of, <clears throat> and then we turned around and uh, filed suit against the uh, false complainers. That's right. Hmm. They hired some New York attorneys to come in. Yeah, although they've got a good guy here, <laughs> a do. friend of ours. Yeah, uh, um, Alec Gaines. What, Chris? Can you look up the name of Alec's law firm? It's like Capital Law Firm, I think, isn't it? I forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, forget. Alec is an outstanding attorney in town. Yeah, he is. Um, and I, I just want to point out, I like litigating against good attorneys. But you, you might say, but Rob, if you litigate against a t- good attorney, there's a better chance you're going to lose, right? Because he may come up with something. No, because he's going to raise his game. You well, are. He's going ra- to he's going to raise my game. And here's the thing. It's not Mickey Mouse BS. Well, we get down to the substance and then look, it's up to the judge. And sometimes the judges get it wrong, but that's not the other side's fault or my fault. Yeah. What's the name of it's called? Steel, right and gray, Steel. but it's capital law. Yeah. It is capital law. Is capital that what they call it? Uh-huh. Okay. Steel, right and gray at capital law. It's, uh, I'm not here to advertise other people's law firms, right. but if you need a good lawyer, and I think they do a lot of defense work, they do some First Amendment work, that they're just solid guys, and that's yeah. what I like. And so I'm happy to, to litigate against them uh, every day. We got another case with uh, Jay Beckett. That's the one with the um, woman who... So Missy, uh, yeah, Missy yeah, Bosch, where she got banned from. Yeah, banned from school. Jay I'll be Cabot, the Cabot, yeah. the, the fantastic Tony, Tony Thurman. You heard I'm that name good, before? Yeah, I'm good friends with Missy. She was yeah. on my show yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So we represent oh, her. Yeah. yeah, we're representing her. And uh, the, the opposing counsel, solid uh, opposing counsel. And so we've had some procedural matters already happen without, like, smooth as glass. You know why? Because everybody acts like a professional. That's and why. everybody knows what the law is. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's important. That's, that's right. right. That's important about all that. All right, 846, let's take a break. 
then we'll come back and uh, we got our final hour with uh, my buddies here chris and, and robert and then they're going to go have a pre uh, waffle house breakfast while they wait for me to finish up at 11 o'clock so we can come and have the real waffle mm-hmm. house breakfast uh, if you want to join us, we're going to be over on Bowman, uh, Bowman Road. That's where we're going to be. At. No, aren't we going to the one down the hill? Oh, okay. I didn't know. Either one. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll go to the, the Tell one, me where we're going to be We'll at. go to the one down at the bottom of Cantrell. Okay. So yeah. that's that's where we're going to be at, just so that you'll know. So you don't – well, that's the one on Bowman. No, Is Bowman's it? out west. Okay. And I'm talking about the one that – when you go towards downtown, Riverdale, riverfront area. Oh, okay. You know? We'll talk. I'll, yep. I'll get it clear in my yep. mind. When we come back, it's Dave Ellswick's show. 101.1 FM, the answer. Okay. Yesterday, I posed a question on the, on the show. Yesterday, I was at the Capitol. I hope you listened. It was a great show. I mean, I I can say that and pat myself on the back, but it wasn't me. It was all the great guests that came on the show yesterday. I mean, I had State Representative uh, Carlton Wing was on, and and we had, um, you know, Norris was on from over at uh, Americans for Prosperity. We had a state senator from uh, Arizona uh, that had fought to get uh, universal school choice through there with uh, uh, Governor Ducey, uh, and, and we just had a bunch of different guests yesterday that was really, really, really interesting cool. to talk to them. And uh, I asked several of them, and I, I we we asked Carlton Wing this question, and I will say to you, and, and, and Carlton, you know I love you. Don't take my, my answer that I'm going to say here wrong. But it was the only question that i asked him that he kind of gave a political answer to and here was our question does the school choice the universal school choice that we're seeing coming and raising up here in the state of arkansas happen if sarah sanders isn't governor and i said no it's because she's made children her number one issue, and she is speaking out boldly. And that's what I've been – Robert, you've known me now for 20 years. That's right. That's what I've been saying. This is what – this was my major problem with our former Republican governor. Mm-hmm. No boldness at all. Mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. Weak, need, medium – Temperature oatmeal. Oh yeah, look at the that's, mask that's mandates. All yeah. it was. Yeah. That's all it we got from yeah, a medium right. well steak. How yeah. how better ruin yeah. a steak? Make it medium well. I mean, yeah. bottom line is stand up for something, fight for. It. And Sarah's fighting, and I I love for what she's already done. Yesterday, hundreds of people were down in the rotunda. Yeah, it was no, fantastic. She's really, she's come in with such a wonderful uh, start. Uh, and, of course, that was our general expectation. Uh, people tend to forget. You know, like, some people, uh, let's be clear, but some people are like, well, she's not going to be conservative enough. Well, you do know who she was the press secretary for, right? right? You did see her battle. Every day yeah. in D.C. as the leftist media attacked her. And don't you think they should do this? And her responses were so on point because her responses were no. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I, she just put it back in no, their face. Exactly. So the, the 
the few people that were sort of claiming that she's not going to be conservative enough, well, that seems to have— That go- argument's gone away. It's gone away. Well, it's it came out smelling like roses, right? That's they, right. They pounded on her all the day. All Every time. day. She's, exactly. She's doing fantastic the, right The now. leftist media made fun of her. Yeah. They, they, they made fun kicked of her. Kicked her out of restaurants. Yeah, kicked I mean, her out of restaurants. Could you imagine? Whew. Could you imagine? Well, they made fun of her. They made fun of her weight. They made fun yep. of everything, everything about her. Really just disgusting. And, By the way, could you imagine her. the tables being reversed, right? Oh, yeah. That, uh, and they would, they would come out. How dare you say? Yeah. But when it's against the consent. You know, how would they have felt? If I'd gotten on the air and I go, you know, I want to talk to y'all about something this morning. Uh, do you think that Michelle Obama is getting a little heavy? Did they say that about Sarah? <laughs> you, you, oh yeah, no cancel kidding. you. No yeah. kidding. It's just, you know it's what? Just, I mean, seriously, if I said something like that, ooh. I would have been just reamed. Yeah, you could get away with saying anything that you wanted to say about it's really Sarah disgusting. it was it was yeah it was awesome. and you could, a mother can you imagine if she was there this? with her daughters That's what I'm saying. Right. uh eating uh at a restaurant and i started raising hell in the restaurant yeah. and forced her out of the restaurant i'm talking about michelle obama now either right but it's wrong across the board it's yes really it just is disgusting that's what i'm trying to point out i know but I it's know. not wrong in front of the left yeah right. for the left that's right yeah, because no because to the left, this is really true. Uh, people on the right, they're the devil, and 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 even though they don't believe in God, so it's a it's a secular religion. Yeah, uh, the the right is the devil, so you can do anything to the devil. Well, well that's the whole DEI thing. Oh, yeah. it's it's racist. It's absolutely. I, I got to tell you, I'm dealing with some young attorneys. Same thing with ESG. Two, yeah, two, one and two years out of law school, and they're females. And I swear, I mean, the undertone is man hater. I see it in well, their emails, and it's very and the, and it, 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 I know what I'm looking at, and I hear it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Can, can I tell you? Speaking of this uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, that's DEI, or as we like to mm-hmm. say on the Ellswick Show, DIE, because yeah. we're dying under it. Uh, there is a new bill introduced by, um, of course, our good friend Senator Dan Sullivan from Jonesboro, and. It is SB 71, SB 71. It's going to put an end, an end to this racist affirmative action in Arkansas. Nice. And by the way, we're only going to be, I think, the ninth state in America to do this. Eight states have, wow. have already beat us at it. We better get on the bandwagon because we have eight states ahead of us, one of them California. How could we be second to California on something <laughs> conservative? This is a, uh, we see, there's a Yiddish word, a Jewish word called a shunder. It's a shame that this is happening, mm. but we're going to fix it, and we're going to fix it now. All right, we need to get Dan on the air to talk about That's it. That's right. There's a lot of other things going on right now besides education and besides, you know, 43 SB 43 and the that uh, you know the the drag queen bill and uh, HB 1156 which says that you know you have to use the restroom that your birth certificate says you were born uh, those type of things uh, there's other other issues that are coming up and I'm not going to say that they're more they're more important I'm just going to tell you that uh, this is going to be one of the most conservative legislatures and governors you've ever seen in the state of Arkansas. Read my column, uh, well, perhaps read my column every Sunday in the Democrat Gazette. 
uh, and get a subscription if you don't have one because it's always good to support local press and good press. Uh, But in any event, uh, this week and next week, I'm talking about the conservative work of the legislature and the governor. All right. We're going to have another hour to talk here. But in lieu of what we just heard from, uh, from Chris, I'll go out with a song here. On the Dave Ellswick Show. This one is for those two females that you were talking about there, Chris. Yeah. Here we go. Big loss yesterday in the uh, world of rock and roll. David Crosby passed away at 86. He was great, 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 great musician. I want you to think, Crosby, Stills, Nash, all right? Well-known to rock and rollers. Of course, you got to throw Neil Young. He did a few things with them. Uh, He did Ohio, especially with them, which was a great song. But the bottom line was, those three guys, think about where they came from. You had uh, 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 Stills, Stephen Stills came from Buffalo, Springfield. Do I need to say for what it's worth? Huh? (laughs) Anyway, also, uh, from the Hollies, you know, you had Nash. That's what the group he came from. And then, of course, uh, the man who helped start the Birds, David Crosby. 
what musical geniuses those three guys were, and then they gave us musical the music that lives on forever. I don't think I can change. I cannot change the dial of a radio if they start doing the the, the Judy Blue Eyes Suite. Right. He's got some Beatles in him. He's got some. It's classic. Yeah, it's great. They make a. Did they make a a documentary of them at all? I don't know. I got to interview in Mm -hmm. Austin, Texas. This this is when I was in the Air Force. Yeah. And I interviewed uh, David Crosby and uh, and Nash together. And you were mentioning to me during the break. Well, he had a drug problem, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. big drug problem. Mm -hmm. Big. Big drug like problem, ruined, and I had, band, yeah, it did. Right? He ruined his band. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even take him out on tour right. until he got clean, and he finally did get clean. But here's how he put it to me when I talked to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a bad drug problem. I snorted up three Rolls Royces. Oh gosh, wow! That's what he said. That was his exact words. And uh, uh, Nash was sitting there and said, "More than that, Bo." <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, was something, and everybody says, "How can you go through that much money?" Well, when you got that much money coming in, yeah, money is no question for right, you. Right. Uh, I was asking a, a buddy of mine why we hadn't heard from them in a while because, yeah, they were in their eighties, but they still could, for the most part, I knew could sing, except that I heard that Stephen Stills cannot sing anymore oh, okay that his his voice is totally gone yeah it's well, because of some kind of um, medical problem he's a lot like like linda ronstadt who had yeah. the, the voice of an angel in mm-hmm. all honesty and she's got parkinson's and she can't sing anymore well it's interesting when you have those iconic voices in your head of the original songs i bought some uh I don't know, some 25 top classics on iTunes or something. Mm-hmm. And they were cover bands. And I listened to the song. I was like, this ain't This, this ain't a real deal, man. I was like, that's not right. And literally, I called iTunes got my money back. I was like, this isn't, this isn't right. You, I mean, See, that's meat made out one. of bugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> New. Pass. Hard pass. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's like the groups that do. They, they try to cover... Yeah. Or, or they use. I mean, they don't want to pay the rights fee in a movie. Yeah. So they have somebody you've never heard of yeah. doing. Uh, you know, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. With the subtle nuances in someone, the original voice that's stuck in your head, and you just instantly know. Yeah, you want to hear Alan Clark of the Hollies. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Be hard. Hard. Those two ladies have a you know, a voice. Barracuda. You hear them? Oh, the covers yeah. them. Barracuda. And Anne's the one that sings. Yeah, they they did a great tribute to Led Zeppelin when Led Zeppelin. Oh, died. rock and roll! Have you ever heard them do their version of Black Dog? Uh, yeah, not, baby. Yeah, yeah, no, they're nice. fantastic. Yeah, they're great. And Ann Wilson, I I was I did an interview with Ann and with Nancy, yep. but I was more interested in the guy that I was going to interview oh, that really? night, the opening act. Oh yeah, who? Yeah, that? his name was John Cougar. Oh man, what a deal! <laughs> And I thought, I just thought Jack and Diane was a great, great, great song. And so I was looking forward to doing the interview. And never, I I found out that he was from Indiana. Uh And, of course, I'm from Indiana. And we had a great talk about IU because he's a a great Hoosier basketball fan as well. But I'll tell you what, this is the man who has given us Americana music. A lot of people say it's Bruce Springsteen. No, it's not. It's John. It's John Mellencamp, or it's Mellencamp, as we would by now. Mellencamp is is much better than um, 
who did you just say? Springfield. No, Springfield. Much yeah. better. Yeah. I like some of Springfield's stuff. Oh, I, me too. But I don't it, like it when he gets into his... Uh, well, he's very political. When, put yeah, that, that's even put a, that aside. Yeah, but he married Christy Brinkley. No, that's Billy Joel. Oh. Yeah, that is Billy Joel. <laughs> that's Bruce that's the Uptown Girl, baby. Oh, I thought that was Bruce Springsteen. Come on. Uptown Girl. Don't you, know, you know that Who's song. Who was born in the USA? Born, that's, that's John. John. Oh, okay. S- Springsteen. Yeah, and, and no, it's not, oh, yeah, that is Springsteen. Yeah, yeah Springsteen. and Springsteen got upset uh, because... Uh, uh, Bush was using it as a. Uh, yeah. or no, was it was it, it Trump? Was, maybe it, no, 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 no. No, it was uh, it was Reagan, wasn't it? Reagan used that born in the USA, oh. and he got upset about it because that's a it's kind of an anti-war song about you know. Did you know that born it, in the USA? I didn't know it was an anti-war song. Yeah, it's an anti-war song. Huh? It is, just like American Woman is. Uh, by the guess who? That's an anti-war song. That's not a. That's not a song saying how great, you know, American woman. Gonna oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that whole thing is an anti-war song. Got to listen to the words, too. Although I like to just listen to the music. Get rid of the words. I listen to the music. I'm not a senator's son. Oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, they're talking about credence there. Yes, credence. Clear about, yes. Yeah. yeah, credence. That's an anti-war song, too. Oh, definitely. All right. I ain't no senator's son. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I'd like to. I love rock and roll, but uh, back in the 60s, 70s, man, it was politically leftist. Was it just me of the songs lost that um, ability to tell a story, some true Because there's uh, not enough creativity. stuff to complain about. Yeah. Here, here's, here's how Americans handle there, this no, stuff. There's no DEI thing to complain about? Yeah, here, here's the big thing. Well, they can't put it in music, though. Right. Uh, here, here's the big thing, is that I believe here in our country, we've got it so good because we don't realize how good we have it. I agree. If you've not been out of the the boundaries of the of the United States of America, if you've not been to out in the jungles of the Philippines or out in the uh the rural areas of of Korea or or people like that or over in the Middle East for that matter. Uh, you've not seen how the other three quarters or I don't know five sixths of the world lives. You don't understand how good you got it. I tell you, every morning when you wake up, you've won the lottery. That's right. You won the lottery. You were born in this great nation that we've got right here. Uh, you've not seen real, real poverty until you've gotten outside. Uh, even when it was really bad in some of the rural areas, uh, the Appalachian Mountain areas of uh, the United States, it pales to what goes on out in the Philippines and stuff. I mean, I look, I've seen the stuff where, you, you know, you, you got, uh, you know, feces running down the side of the road and you got, you know, people because they don't have any sewage and they don't have any indoor toilets. And uh, I, I have a group on the station from time to time and we talk about their school that they're, they're doing over in uh, in in Africa, yeah. and you and you know the thing that they get excited about these kids right. if they get a chance to go, and right. they, and they only get to go because people here in the states give money for it. Right, a mattress. No kidding. They've never well, had a. They've they've slept on dirt floors right. all their lives. That's right. Now they get to sleep on a on a mattress, but we got it so good that we've mm-hmm. got to make things up to get upset about. Yeah, well, it, it, the clear example is in India. In the last ten to fifteen years, four hundred million people climbed out of poverty in India, right? And so, are you going to tell me that these folks want to save the world? They're going to quit eating meat? 
and they're going to or they're going to burn in coal. Yeah, they care. That ain't going to happen. The climate? No, yeah. no. They care about their families just about you and exactly. I do. Exactly. Except that we've got better ways that we can do it. Right. I'm, Look, I'm all with you. Yeah, technology. Get me started here, brother. Yeah. So. Get me started on this. I mean, uh, uh, LBGQ people, why don't you go live over in the Middle East somewhere? That'll wake you up. Yeah. You're not going to. You got it good here. I'm just yeah. telling you, things are good here. Yeah. They're not bad. You try to make it sound bad, but it's not bad. You complain because you can't. You, you, you say, I'm a girl, but you're really a boy. Yeah. And they won't let me use the girls' locker room. Well, you know what? Over in the Middle East, they say, you think you're a girl? Okay, come up here. Let me show you. I'm going to show you something out in the distance here. And then they throw oh, you off the man. top of the building. Oh, yeah, it's awful. Yeah, terrible. I'm just telling you. Let's, let's talk reality here for the people here to do not, do not sit and look. All these uh, Generation Zers right. that say they... They don't think America is the greatest nation. It's because they've never been anywhere else. Thank you, They guys. don't have an idea what they could get into. <laughs> yeah. And number one and number two is what well, protects Oh, my face is getting red. I can tell it. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you're on it, though, Dave, because cause we have free speech over here, and it needs to be defended. Yeah. And then number two. And we got it right now as, as long violent, as we can keep it. Yeah, as soon as you get violent, guess what? Or, or, calls the, or you try to cancel somebody, guess what? Americans have more guns. What is it? Ten guns per person? We well, have about Japanese understood it. We have yeah. about 425 million guns in America and about 360 million people. Why go. didn't the Japanese attack us after Pearl because Harbor every, on the mainland? Because here's what the general yeah, said. What he said. There's a gun behind every blade of grass I love in America. It. There's a gun behind every blade of grass. In Arkansas, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> with, with a stockpile and, of ammunition. And we're litigating it. Uh, Chris Corbett right. and Rob Steinbuck have, what is it, six cases, half dozen cases, oh, yeah. which a bunch of crony, hack, bureaucrats are telling us we're not allowed to carry our guns after the legislature and the governor signed a bunch of laws that said we can. We're going to carry guns in City Hall when we're done with it. We're going to carry guns in courthouses when we're done with it. We're going to carry guns at the gun range. That's right. Arkansas Game oh, and Fish. Oh, my God. At the is, gun range? Yeah, at the <laughs> gun range because right now Arkansas Game and Fish says you can't carry a gun in the gun range. Oh, you can bring it down range but if you want to go into the office, just leave it out front on the curb. We've even set up little places for you to leave them unattended because they're all about safety, ain't they? Well, here's the key. What's the difference between being on the range and being in the office? What about 60 feet? No, I'll tell exactly. you the difference. A door, but, a glass no, door. No, that also ain't the difference. The bureau hacks are in the air-conditioned uh, gun range office collecting your $2 while, by the way, they carry in guns. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, the new leader over there, Austin Booth, is a veteran and an attorney. Yeah. You think you'd say, yeah. okay. So guys. why is he anti-gun? Tell me that. Is he anti-gun? Well, he ain't letting me with a gun into the gun range office. That's anti-gun. He'll, he'll say, but he'll, he'll say because... That's the rules right now, right? Yeah. Is that the rule that he has to follow? Made him up. No, 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 no. It ain't the rule. Yeah. It's their made-up rule. Ah. It ain't the law. Okay. They're apparently a fourth branch of government. Yeah, didn't you know they're an independent <laughs> branch of government? That's the argument they yeah. made. Yeah. I do know that they think that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They think oh, yeah. that. They, they, want they that have all the rules. They can follow all the rules they, of a state police officer. They it, can arrest you. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's but right. they once made an argument that they're not even subject to the Freedom of Information Act. Yeah. We above it all. Well, it see. wasn't long ago. I don't know, Ten years ago, they had more vehicles than employees yes. in the game. You remember that? Yeah. 
And more well, vehicles. because you drive one car to the second car, get out of the first one, get yeah. the second one, and you drive Here's to the Here's what I think. I think, so I think. I think they should give them all the cars they want as long as they're Yugos. There, there you go. go. Yeah. All right. They were four-wheel drive. <laughs> Let's Ram take trucks. a break. Yeah, four-wheel drive Yugo. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, all wheels. Uh, all wheels, bright, all wheels on that Yugo drive when the yeah. car drives. Yeah, you got it. All right, let's take it. What would they make? Maybe they were made over in Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, that's Yugo. right. That's oh, that's right. All right, we'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 920, stick around, man. I don't have them on much longer. They're going to go do a pre-meal at uh, Waffle House and wait for me at 11 o'clock so we can go have breakfast at the Waffle House. And we're going down there by uh, uh, where uh, Riverdale Theater is, uh, bottom of Chenal Hill. No. Oh, Chan- Cantrell Hill, down at the bottom of Cantrell Hill. I know exactly where you're talking about now. So we're going to go down and eat there. If you want to join us, feel free, 11 o'clock today. Just come on over. Uh, breakfast is on Robert today. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's on my shirt. <laughs> so Dave- I'm wearing it on my shirt. That's where it is. <laughs> oh, gross. Dave, Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about uh, my good friend over at ICU Protection, Billy Mack. I'm having lunch with him on, on Monday. I can't wait. I love Billy. Billy's a great guy. And uh, he will uh, secure your home. Look, his company secures uh, Nuke One. If they can do that, they can just take care of your house. They can also take care of your small business. And you need to talk to him and find out how to save money. You're going to save money right up front. Here's how you do it. It happened for me. It can happen for you. I mean, I, I use ICU protection. Here's what happened. I called him. I said, okay, I want to do my house. He says, okay. And we decided how many windows I had and how many doors because you got to put all the sensors on the windows and doors first. Then he said, how many cameras you want, Dave? And I won't tell you how many I picked, but I picked enough. And the bottom line is is that uh, they'll put them where you want them, uh, that side of the house maybe that's not viewable from your windows or whatever. Uh, you can get that done. You get a doorbell camera if you want. And then when he sits down and he talks to you about price, Guess what doesn't happen? Well, he doesn't come to you like a lot of these companies do. I mean, in fact, the great majority do. And they say, that will be $500, Mr. Ellswick, for all that equipment we just put on your home. You pay for all of it right up front. Not that way with ICU. With ICU protection, they don't charge you a penny for the equipment. You pay nothing for the hardware. All you do is pay for the monthly service. And the monthly service is in line with all those other companies. Mine is $70 a month. That's how much I pay per month keep my house safe. And I, uh, I decided I needed it because uh, serious crime has gone up. And I don't want somebody doing like they did to Hacksaw and break down the door and come walking into my house. That ain't going to happen. I'm not a former professional wrestler. Although I will have a 12-gauge shotgun, which is a great equalizer. So call ICU Protection. Get on them like I am. 501-205-1333. 501-205-1333. All right, back with you. All right, I'm going to give you another story about they're going to make you eat bugs. I'm just telling you, the elites are going to make you eat bugs. And I'll, I'll explain how they'll make it really happen in the next half hour. But right now, from the BBC... I got this story. In the sun-drenched San Fernando Valley suburb of Van Nuys, three entrepreneurs in their mid-20s are setting up what looks like a complicated growing operation in a warehouse. So everything here primarily is repurposed um, cannabis 
growing equipment. We can go step inside this tent right here. In here, we've got about 75,000 in here right now. 75,000 crickets in bins filled with cardboard and a pasty food substance. My guide is Elliot Mermel, a 25-year-old entrepreneur and the founder of Koalo Valley Farms. So you can hear kind of the ambient noise in here is pretty nice. You've got a little fan going. It's nice and warm, and you've got the chirping. It's a great place to fall asleep. These crickets are being grown for food, not for fishing bait or pet reptiles, but for humans. Once they reach adulthood, the crickets are put in a cold room until they go into hibernation, and they never wake up. Then they're ground up, pasteurized, and dried into a powder. This is a process that Dr. Aaron Dossie, a biochemist in Georgia, has been working on for years. He's the founder of the company All Things Bugs. I entered this because I thought it was neat, and, um, and I thought I could innovate in this space. It was new. There's a lot of room, as I call it, this is very low-crawling fruit. There's a lot of innovation to be done. His company buys crickets wholesale from farms, grinds them up, and sells them to companies that use the powder in cookies and nutrition bars. The company Six Foods uses it for their cricket chips, which they call chirps. While some regulatory issues still need to be addressed, he expects mainstream companies like Whole Foods to catch on quickly. But are mainstream consumers in the U.S. ready to eat creepy, crawly insects, even in powdered form? I asked Bricia Lopez, co-owner of Galagetza, a Oaxacan restaurant in Los Angeles. Lopez says all sorts of insects are eaten in Oaxaca. Escamoles, which are, you know, ant larvae. We eat um, gusanos de maguey, which are the worms that grow inside the maguey. Uh, we eat these um, big ants that are called chicatanas, and we make salsa out of them. At Galagetza, Lopez serves fried grasshoppers known as chapulinas, prepared with tomato, onion, jalapeno, garlic, and parsley. She says people order them every day in the restaurant, and not just Oaxacan customers. But that doesn't mean they've gone mainstream, even in Mexico. It's a thing in Oaxaca, and people eat them, but if you go in other parts of Mexico, like in other states, they're not as popular. So I think it's gonna, still going to be a while for to see grasshoppers on, like, McDonald's menus or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe not at McDonald's, not yet anyway, but it's not so far-fetched. Food marketing analyst Phil Lempert says crickets are a way better deal than meat or poultry, and big food businesses like that. Pound for pound, um, insects, for example, crickets, have about the same amount of protein as does chicken, but certainly costs a lot less to produce, a lot less space, and some would argue a lot more sustainable. Raising crickets also requires a lot less water, a strong argument in the drought-stricken western U.S. Leslie Ziegler is co-founder of Biddy Foods based in San Francisco. They sell cricket flour for baking and their cookies with cricket flour sell in all 50 states and in over 30 countries. Yeah, so we actually think it's really important to use crickets uh, in a ground format to introduce it to the Western market simply because there is no visual barrier to overcome. Um, you know, the use of whole insects, while we think it's delicious, uh, is not quite as palatable for people, which is why, you know, we roast them and then grind them. So it's very similar to making coffee. Ziegler. All right. There you go. I, I, I'm, I'm not making this Dave, up. Uh, this, this actually has some serious implications. So. All right. Well, hold on. I, yeah. We'll talk about it because we got to do news. Okay. News right now. Then we're back with, to, to talk more about this on the Dave Ellswick Show. Man, we have great uh so I am going to cut out the middle of the breaks that we take and record what's talked about and put it on XM. I'm, I'm just—it's going to have to be on satellite radio because we don't hold back. 
You're right. I, I think it may be. Uh, I think you might be implicating that bill that uh, Gary just put in. Oh, yeah. What's that? That's the purient interest. Oh, SB forty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to pronounce that for everybody. Nobody knew what they were doing. You couldn't put in a book, a bill that said sexual in nature. Mm-hmm. Is that purient? You know, how do you know what's purient? It's, I'll give you the same answer that they did about pornography. I don't know, but I know what I, I know when I see it. All right? That's what they said when they had the That's big right. 70s pornography hearings back in the day. All right. Let's, uh, let's continue on here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Now, you did some checking. Um, Chris, about crickets are not the most healthful help healthful insect. Is that right? No, they come loaded up with uh, diseases. Um, they were designed to reproduce very quickly because they die quickly. Not only when I'm when I'm catching brim with them, but um, <laughs> I uh, just some brief research out there. They don't have no kind of research on the impacts of grinding up crickets and putting it in candy bars or any kind of bugs. Yeah. Mealworms. I don't That's think the other thing. Mealworms are is a here big on one. earth to be eaten. Um, My Bible doesn't tell me that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they got to be careful with that. I. They're not careful with anything. Yeah. Look at AI. Well, are they, they careful with AI? Yeah, absolutely gonna, not. They're going to grow. They're going to mass grow crickets and grind them up. Um, you know, uh, crickets are uh, routinely invade. People's households, uh, they tear stuff Remember up. Remember down in Texas they a couple crap of years ago? Everything. Yeah. A couple of years ago, it rained yeah. so much, and the yeah. crickets were coming from everywhere. Yeah. People were sweeping them up. And That's why right. did you do that? You, well, you should sweep them up, put them in a big uh, barrel, and you could have sold it and made some money. Yeah, I just pulled up one white paper. you got to go to the source, the guys with the education, peer-reviewed articles. Uh, they, they don't know the impacts of grinding up crickets and putting them no, in No, of course they don't. I don't know. I don't and know. They just know that it's cheaper. Yeah. What was that stuff that they used what, to use? What, some kind of solution to beef? What's been wrong well, with that, beef? We've been it's too beef expensive. For... Too much water. It's too expensive yeah. to produce. And they produce methane. And that destroys the atmosphere. And so we, everything that we have to do, we have to bow down to our new religion, and that is Mother Earth. Okay? That's polytheism is what it is. I'm just telling you. You who are uh, believers, stay away from it. We Jews aren't allowed to eat the creepy crawlers, but that also includes pork. pork. What? That includes no, you know what? That's that includes the mud bugs, Chris. Yeah. Sorry, to, sorry to disappoint. Well, no mud got, bugs allowed. They got scales, right? No, they ain't got no scales, so, and they crawl. Here's here's the. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't eat pork anymore. Yeah, no, me neither. Insects generally have high produ- reproductive rates, leading to rapid population growth and high local densities. Ideal conditions for disease epidemics. Of course. The parasites and diseases that naturally regulate wild insect populations can also impact when those insects are produced commercially on farms. Whoa. So, I mean, that's how the paper starts Whoa. out. And they, they're doing the research on it. So, so here's here's the key. Who's going to be the first person? There you go. The first nut job out there that's going to break into these people's uh, farm out in right. California. They're raising crickets and say crickets have lives too. Oh man! Uh, are you and going to release them cricket all? Disease? Is that yeah, the yeah. Man, cricket disease? <laughs> well, it, it goes into some specific diseases that crickets carry. Uh, I mean, hell, I can't even produ- no, I can't even pronounce it. But. Um, uh, yeah. Not but, good. But it says literally that the pathogenic potential 
for breeding crickets is large. Right? Maybe they're, maybe so they're let's gonna, ask some questions of those uh, know-it-alls out of Davos. There you, go. there you go. I quit eating meat because my my 24-year-old daughter asked me. Right. Hey, you're all about saving the product, Daddy. Well, they've got... But you eat meat. Right. So I quit. Well, yeah, she diseases, shamed you into it, you ignorant idiot. Yeah. Well, when these is in, in fact, a, a cow herd, what do they do? They put them down. They wipe them out. There's brucellosis, you know, the hey, mad cow disease. Why are what? eggs so expensive? There you go. Asian flu. That's right. Asian bird flu. That's the reason. They don't kill just one bird. They wipe out the whole flock. Right. Well, I got to tell you, if you do a lot of hunting and you eat a lot of meat that you hunt, it's different than what you buy in the store. You grow your own tomatoes, it tastes better than the ones you buy in the store. They're not mass-produced. They got better citric acid in them, like a tomato. You know when a tomato's homegrown. And people that eat a lot of Arkansas tomatoes know it. Yeah, you go down to Hope. Oh, man. Grab Warren. you up some big old, yeah. big old, yeah, Warren. Go down for the tomato festival down there. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. That's right. Big beef steak tomatoes. Yes, yes. All right. Um, okay, quit slobbering over there. It's time <laughs> off. <laughs> I love Robert. Robert is my kind of guy. You know, I watch a lot of science fiction, and they, they feed those guys with like a little tube. Um, in the future, you, know, you just suck. Just you just suck your well, protein out of the tube. They've been doing that since Apollo and all of it. Yeah. Remember Tang and all that. They ain't grilling out no steak on the on the. Uh, Corbett, they, you would never go to space. That that that, and you're not fitting in that little space. capsule. <laughs> yeah, the, it looked like a, t- a toothpaste tube. Yeah, you, yeah, you can see them in the Smithsonian. They got them on it display. Looks, it looks tasty. Oh, oh yeah, it does. Oh. Mm, yummy, yummy, does, yummy. Does it look like that ribeye that you're cooking up? No, no. <laughs> Yeah. You can put that paste on a grill, and you'll not make it look oh, like a ribeye. Oh, man. <laughs> it just won't look yeah. like it. It's not going not going to happen. Well, it's probably funded with our federal dollars. There's probably some grant Well, of course there. it is. I mean, yeah. if they can fund a, a treadmill for shrimp, <laughs> there's no telling what they can go out. Yeah. They did. They had did a, they a really? treadmill for shrimp to see how fast they could run. Oh, man. That's a true story. That is not a lie. That is a true story. We need to know. It was thousands upon thousands of dollars of your time. You worked several days so that we could find out how fast shrimp could run. Yeah. You know, I guess that's from the nets from the guys out in the Gulf that are out there dropping the nets and bringing them to shore. Is is shrimp a no-no kind of food for uh, juice? It is, huh? Because it's a bottom feeder, right? No, I mean, it's not because it doesn't have fins and um, scales. What about a catfish? Nope. no, No scales. No, it, it's smooth. Okay, yeah. now I'm I'm catching on. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm. Well, most of those things were put out for health reasons, right? Right. That's the argument. Yeah. But, you know, since it's in the Bible, you've got no authority to ask. I mean, you can ask God, but He may not answer you. <laughs> you know, we like to say, <clears throat> you can talk to Him all you want. If you telling everybody He's talking to you directly all the time, uh, I need I need some proof. Yeah, I want to sit in on the talk. I want to sit in. Yeah. Can I record that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, sometimes you got to be careful about that. I do believe God talks to people. Be sure it's just not your head talking to you. Well, they, the question is how, right? Because the claim in the Bible is made that um, only Moses was able to um, talk to God because it's such a powerful force. Uh, and even then, I think it was in his sleep, but I don't recall off whether that's 
entirely correct. But the point is that there's there's some limitation. Of course, God talks to us, but there's a limitation in in how he does so. Here, here's what I wish us. would happen, Robert. All the prophets that stand up and say the end of the world is coming, mm-hmm. and then they start naming days and stuff. You know what the, the thing was back in the Old Testament when that happened? If it didn't happen, they stoned you to death. Yeah, well, See, I think they should bring that back into vogue. If you're hmm. if you're saying this is what's going to happen, God told me this is what's going to happen, and then it don't happen. Mm-mm. It's it's a it's a penalty, death penalty, if you're yes, a isn't. false prophet and you're foretelling doom. But if you foretell good and it doesn't turns out, there's no penalty for that. So just tell people things are going to be all right, and you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, like a Democrat. That's right. <laughs> you can do this. It's going to yeah, no all be fine. It'll, It'll be, be fine. All right, Pat Davis wants you to know about his health plan, uh, man, uh, plan that you should get hooked up on. Save uh, 30 to 50% on your, right off the top on your health insurance. If you pay $1,000 a month, consider saving 300 to $500 a month. You add that up over a year, that's some real jack that you've saved. Also, consider that you won't pay any copays. No more copays with any of his plans. And if they're, you know, jacking you around and, and you got to pay $3,000 up front before you even get to your insurance, uh, he'll cut those uh, as well for you. What you do is you call or text them at 501-605-6935, 501-605-6935, and uh, talk to them for 10 minutes. Let them start saving you some money. There ain't nothing like saving money. Or go visit them online, yourhealthplanman.com. All right, we're back. Okay. Chris has been over here doing all kinds of uh, searching about crickets and all the diseases they carry. And the first thing it says in the white paper he's reading is that you got to watch the people who are wholesaling, uh, wholesaling these crickets. They're like this company out yeah, in California. The they're raising grown. them. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, raising a whole, them it's, just a br- it's just a – um, uh, it's a, a cesspool. cesspool, yeah, of viruses and bacteria. Like Al Gore said, but they're going to grind them up for you. Maybe they heat them up. Maybe they maybe they denature the viruses and the nah, bacteria. I have no idea. Okay, so I told you I would tell you how they're going to make you do it. First, they're going to redefine what a right is. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, and I know when you say right, that's something that God gives you, right? Yeah. Okay. Now that's not the way the left looks at it. Okay. Left is, uh, says you got the right to do this or that. Because we say so. Okay, Okay, that's your right. (laughs) So what they're going to say is that uh, soon when you get a menu at a a restaurant, and this, when I say soon, I'm going to tell you three, five years, okay? Yeah. It's not going to give you just the caloric intake Mm -hmm. that you're going to do, but it's also going to tell you how much carbon is released because of the, the said food. Oh, man. So when you go to buy, let's say you're going to buy some food, uh, if you buy a hamburger, that's made with beef. And beef, of course, produces a lot of uh, uh, bad things for the uh, the atmosphere. So it might be carbon of 95. But all I want is the, the baked potato. Well, that's only 35. So you say, okay, 35, that's cool. I'll do that because that's better for the planet. They're going to do this for you all Generation Zers out there that think that that's how you're going to help the planet. They're going to get you to do it. Then they're going to tell you we're going to do it with bugs, and it's going to taste better, 
and it's going to be healthier for oh, him. Oh man! And it's and it's healthier because we can put in a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and uh, you know Dexter's lab kind of stuff, and uh, give you even more protein. So you'll want to eat this because it's healthier for you as well. So you grow up, str- you know, it's kind of like Wonder Bread. You grow up stronger in twelve different ways because you eat Wonder Bread, right? The last thing is they're going to give it to you as a right. You have the right to use X amount of carbon of carbon credits. Oh, I see what you're saying. So here's what happens. You go through your day, and you're using your carbon credits for this or for that. And, uh, oh, I got an electric car, so I use less carbon than my gas guzzler over here. And so uh, I don't have that many carbon credits l- left at the end. Well, I- I'd like to have a steak, but guess what? To eat a steak, it's X amount of carbon credits. Hmm. Oh, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my my credit card, and I don't have that many carbon credits. So no steak tonight. It's mealworms for me. Oh God! I'm, I'm just saying, there's already credit card companies. I uh, who was it? A Mastercard. Yeah. Has the Ono, isn't it? O N O, that. It measures your carbon usage as you charge. Oh, really? And if you get too far over, it cuts your card off. No kidding. Yes. The, the I know new the, the world stuff, economy. The stuff that I'm saying, you know, and people say, this guy's out of his mind. Yeah. Well, those and, two and are it's, not I'm mutually, not. you know, exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Just bear that in mind. I'm just I'm not out of my mind. I mean, don't let's not forget what was going on in New York City when they said you couldn't get a, a big gulp. Because it had too much sugar in it, oh, and it yeah. was bad for that. your weight. And so what that. the people did, they didn't buy the big one. They bought two of the small ones and That's got right. even more. That's right. It was a way of getting around it that way. But if they start charging you carbon credits, I'm just telling you, this is stuff they're talking about. Not saying that it's here yet. Just telling you it's, it's on the horizon. Just like AI is on the horizon. And how do they teach you to get, you, to get into it? Well, they make it seem non-threatening at first. Talk to Alexis. That's AI, folks. That's exactly what that Alexis is. When you say, hey, Alexis, what's on at the movie tonight at, uh, you know, Cinema 8 in uh, uh, Cabot? And she reads off the list to you. That's, a, that's, that's not a real person sitting there in a, you know, with a microphone on. That, that is a computer that is talking to you. That is AI. That's what it is. And they're going to get you used to it, and you'll think nothing when they want to bring the Terminator. Oh. I'm just saying. AI's coming on strong. It is. I mean, they've got robots. What? what there's a town out in Idaho that bought robots that uh, they have given the 007 to, oh, the no license kidding. to kill. Really? For, uh, you know, criminals. Yes. Ooh. They send them in after the criminals instead of sending the police. Really? In. And if they come across them, it ain't a human finger pulling that trigger. Ooh. That violates what, uh, uh, oh, is it Carl Sagan's, oh, I forget who it is, the three rules. Asimov. Asimov with robots, yeah. yeah. No, no, never harm a human. That's right. Do well, no that's harm. not in there. The object is to get rid of humans. Yeah. That's, uh, environmentalists, they want to get rid of us except for them. Yeah. You know, because they're the special people. <laughs> There's, Robert, they're special. Oh, they're special, all right. <laughs> Just a warning. I know people, you might think, I'm not, you're thinking, 
Is this Ellswick or is this George Norrie? Uh, or or is, this, is this Bell on the Dave Ellswick show? I'm just telling you. This stuff isn't sci-fi. It's really happening now. It was sci-fi at one time. People back in the 40s and 50s saw it coming, and they warned us. But now it's becoming reality. Yeah. You ever wondered in Star Trek, I, I brought this up the other day to some folks. You ever wondered how they got along? You know, we always talk about the government giving money to the people to, to live. Yeah. That's the way they did it on Star Trek. Did you ever see anybody pull a dollar bill on in Star Trek? No, they had no money. The they had point. no money. Yeah. Everything was given to them by the government. Oh, that's interesting. Thank you, Gene Roddenberry. All right. Giving us that idea. Didn't need that. Interesting. So they shot his shot his uh, remains up as you know in a rocket ship. Did they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, shot him up. Went off like a firecracker. Huh. So he became part of the cosmos. <laughs> part of the cosmos. That's what he did. Anyway. I'm just saying. I know had, now I, I got to look at Star Trek people, in a whole new people, way. People start asking me. It's just it's sci-fi. You were they, always were they look, military, what though? is sci-fi saying? No, I thought I thought no, was the, no, 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 the, no, the, no. The academy. They went to the academy yeah. and they were military. Yeah, but that was. I'm talking everybody. Yeah. When they would when they would do the episodes where they were on you know whatever uh, you know planetary system in, in whatever planetary system and they were interacting with their their own kind. Yeah. And they had like a base or whatever there. There's no, they never doing any money or anything like that. Everybody had really cool clothes We've and seen all that. Plenty of those societies fail. Well, of course. Yeah. They always fail. Yeah. Because if you don't have to give something for to get something in return, that's right. You quit giving. That's exactly right. That's what yeah. happened. We've seen it in Venezuela. Oh, you saw it. I mean, it's people, well, that's people are dying over there. From, and guess I mean, what? Guess how. The, the num- one of the number one people that are trying to get in the United States is yeah. Venezuelans right. trying about, to get about, into our why, country. Why Greta, Greta Thar- what's her name? The Thar- lady Thar- 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 Why don't she over there in Venezuela protesting? Oh, no, I should not tell you that. Yeah. Because she does fake protests. There you go. She shows up and gets arrested by somebody like who's AOC. not even a real. Yeah. yeah, just like AOC did. Anything else that you want to mention here, Mr. Steinbach? We got. <clears throat> I we call gotta, him Mister. I defer to my elder. Indeed, uh, we got a bunch of good bills uh, coming through. As I mentioned, uh, Dan Sullivan has already introduced the bill to finally end leftist discrimination, uh, also known as affirmative action in Arkansas, uh, SB seventy one. He just introduced a bill uh, to say, you know, there's an exception in the law. If you uh, give obscenity to a child, you rightfully go to jail. And there's a carve-out for teachers and librarians. Really? Yeah. Well, guess what? We're going to carve out that (laughs) (laughs) carve-out. On the anti-discrimination law, we're going to set aside, set aside. You mean they're going to, you won't be able to arrest uh, the lady like the one that here, just locally, that was having sex with a a minor? I saw that. Soccer coach? Female soccer Yeah, coach. I saw that. Notice that in the story it didn't say if she was abusing a male or a female. Yeah. They keep that out of there. Yeah, they do. Interesting. They keep well, maybe, maybe they don't know. That may be. Maybe they can't let that out. Anyway, bottom line is it's been a great day with you guys. Thank you, sir. I love sitting here and talking with you guys. Me too. We're going to do it again next week, Yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah, next week, but not the following. Yeah, not the following week. Yeah. And I will record 
your uh, appearance before the Supreme Court and play it back. And then we'll play back when you're here so we can talk about it. Awesome. Outstanding. I can't wait. All Look right. forward to it. We're going to do it. Matt Smith is next. We're going to talk movies. Nice. I'm going nice. to talk about things that I'll admit probably not what you expected from the Dave Ellswick show. I got a little sugar beet. Started the Hollies. Yeah, but, you know, if you want to talk about rockers that died last week, we got to get Jeff Beck well, in I there. talked about him when Jeff he died. Beck. I played a little bolero. Yeah, we need to play People Get Ready. Uh, yeah, that, and I played, I played that with uh, Rod Stewart singing Okay. It. Because you know who sang that song first, right? Who, who? That was, of course, none other than Curtis Mayfield. Oh, that's right, that's right. Well, you want to talk about something just awesome. Um, you know, you got to talk about the Jeff Beck group. Oh. You had Rod Stewart on vocals. Yep. You had uh, Jeff Beck on lead guitar. Yep. Jimmy Page was regulated to rhythm guitar. Mm-hmm. Write that down, please. John Paul Jones on bass. And who was on drums? Bonham. Just a guess. Keith Moon. Oh, Keith Moon. Okay. So you had The Who, Led Zeppelin, right, and The Faces all in that. It started with the Jeff Beck group. The only person missing from The Faces was Ronnie Wood. Yeah, yeah. He came along later with Rod Stewart. But that's I mean, when think they about were, it, Jeff Beck. That, wow. They were first little faces, and then they just became a full face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just. That's when Stay With Me was huge. Beck, man. Beck. 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 Ain't superstitious. That's an, another piece. That's uh, that's from the album by Jeff Beck. Jeff Truth. The album. He did two albums in the seventies that were outstanding. Truth and Beckola. Both I, of them feature Rod Stewart, who was oh. unknown at that time. And I liked it when him and Rod Stewart got to, back together. I think in eighty-five and did "People Get Ready." Yeah, it's a great song. Great, yeah, and by that video. time, Rod, everybody knew him. From uh, Every yes. Picture Tells a Story album and all yes. of that. Yes. Oh, good, great. Don't get me started about rock and roll, brother. I lived it. It was I the small it. faces and it then was, the faces. That's right. Yeah. Small faces yeah. and then faces. And Ronnie Wood was the uh, the guitarist for faces. Yeah. See, now we're talking about real people other than, you know, crackhead Crosby. Whatever, <laughs> whatever man. Whatever. And he was think, there. Think about yeah. that. And then Stephen Stills, who you like, yeah. Southern Cross. He wrote yeah. Southern Cross. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. he was from what group? Do you remember? By association with Southern Cross, I guess I can choke down some of Buffalo Crosby. Springfield. Yeah. And who else was from Buffalo Springfield? Uh, Young. Crosby Neil Stills, Young. Nash, and Young. Yeah. Neil Young. Yeah. They had their protests. That's when they were stuff. best is when Neil Young sang with them. All right. I yeah, liked them when yeah, they did their uh, best. Yeah, okay. Best album they had did, Four Way Street. Okay. If, if you've never heard that album, you need to pick it up and listen to it. I'm not arguing any of that. I that's just, where you'll I'm find kinda... That's where you'll find a live version of Four Dead in Ohio. You know, it's not a Crosby. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not feeling the Crosby, man. I I'm gotcha. just not. That's you know, okay. And, that's okay. And, you know, young Neil Young needs to remember that a Southern man don't don't need him. They don't need him around anyhow. Yeah, you know. And they you told talk him. about a real band, you know, you need to talk about something about Leonard. Leonard Skinner, baby. Okay. Yeah. Much better than Crosby, so Stills, Nash, Young, and blah, blah, blah. A lot blah, of people blah, think whatever. that in Sweet Home Alabama, they're cheering George Wallace, and they're no, not. that's no, not what they, they no. say. No, no, no. That's what they say no. in the song. Yeah, just like, you know. Saturday Night Special is not a pro-gun song, No, people. it's not. Okay? It's, not, it's not saying run out and buy you one. My favorite song by them is Smell. 
I love smell. I love that one. Yeah, about death. Making his point. The smell of death around you for all of you who are doing drugs. That's what they're telling them. Keep them, yeah. Nothing wrong with smoking a little grass, they would tell you, but stay away from that hard stuff. Give me three steps. Ah, that's one. That's got to be. I've never heard them ever talk about how that came about. That has to be a true story. Simple Man. Yeah, that's a great song. And, of course, Freebird. Of course. What song is it you want to hear? You got to have Freebird. You got to have Freebird. I like, uh, I've heard the stories behind Freebird when it was read and and the piano break in it and all of that. I don't think there's a concert going on on somewhere on earth right now and somebody in the crowd is yelling, Freebird! Somebody ain't doing that. Freebird! When they do Freebird, the women, they hold their top up. I'm just saying, that's typically. I'm I'm saying at just random concerts, you'll be at a Kiss show and somebody yell out, Freebird! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't think I don't think that they would do a very good cover of Freebird. Somebody's yelled Freebird. It's Rolling Stones, okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know, isn't it's one of those it amazing? Things, man. About the Rolling Stones, their first big songs came out in 1962. They're releasing new music this and year. Yes, and they're this going year, on tour again. They're releasing new music. The last time I saw him was Voodoo, uh, Voodoo Lounge. Oh, yeah. yeah which was yeah. a great, great, tour, great, tour. great tour. Steel Wheels was a good I, tour. I hope they come yeah. back again. I'll, I'll go see them again. I, they, if, even if they got to put, they got to put, uh, you know, what uh, Jagger in a wheelchair. No, to, no, for him to no, sing. I don't think they're there yet. He can, no, he can still dance, man. But, you know, they have to play, you know, 100,000 seaters. You know, yeah, they don't come for they less have to play than a soccer certain, stadiums. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, it's it's yeah. You know who hasn't been on tour in a long time, and I wish they would come back on tour again. The boys from Ireland, U two. Oh yeah. yeah, I wish U two yeah. would come back on tour. Yeah. They put on a heck of yeah. a show. Yeah, they are phenomenal. There's that's true. I mean, Edge and Bono are like they, they kill it's it. True, man. they really do. They kill it. All right, well. Can't be well, rattling home too. though. You can't be rattling home. That was that was <laughs> it, it did that was it. Joshua Tree and Rattling Home. Yes. It never got better than that. No. Never got better stuff. than those two albums. I love my favorite song, Sunday Bloody Sunday. That's my favorite song. It's a good song. By the it really, really is. It's a great song. And you can look at it as either talking about Ireland True. or talking about the crucifixion. True. One or the other. Just so you know. Uh anyway. Because Bono says that's true. He's Christian, and he writes a lot of Christian lyrical songs. Some people, you know, say that. I mean, Alice Cooper says it. Some people have the ability to get out there and voice, you know, about yeah. Jesus and, you know. He's good, man. Alice, I know I know Vince. His real name is, of course, now oh, yeah. Alice Cooper. He changed yeah. it. But his real name at birth, his Christian name, as they would say, Vincent Furrier, is his, is his real name. And uh, I interviewed him, too, and he was quite interesting guy it was at that interview that i found out that he was a below scratch golfer did you know that about uh aaron did you know that alice cooper can hit the the little white ball very well she's an incredible golfer did not know he used to haul around this old beat up pt cruiser hitched to the back of the bus and he would take that to golf courses and play yes but nobody knew who he was in the day before shows yeah i mean it was beat up man it was beat up Have you ever been to Cooper's Restaurant in Phoenix? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah I love yeah. that place. Alice Cooper's Town. Yeah, I go yeah. there. I that eat whole there baseball every theme. time. Yeah, and it's all nice. of his memorabilia yeah, from his tour. It's nice. The, if you like the billion dollar babies, you yeah. got to go to that restaurant. He's a talent, man. He's he really. Yeah. He's, he's a force. 
yeah, yeah it, was, it was great it everybody was great. said he was done and then he cut poison yeah yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> not done yet still you know, got a few in me boys you know how they they end the uh they end the uh show throwing balloons you know out to the crowd uh, i did that at a couple of shows yeah with cooper yeah it was you great, had fun huh? oh yeah, it was great it's great yeah I'll, I'll show you the video later it was great yeah, I mean, he's just such a yeah, he's such a talent and a warm person. You knew I grew up outside of Chicago. Yes. You, you used to be a disc jockey at WCFL. It was disc cards. Um, um, had a uh, a youth kind of like thing. And uh, you'd go to it and you'd see rock and roll bands. The last show I went to, I took my girlfriend to it. Sharon Larson was her name. I still remember her name. Hmm. We went and saw it. The opening act was... Ides of March, all right? And they were doing Vehicle at that time, big, big song at that time because they were from the Chicago area. Jim Peterick went on to write uh, Eye of the Tiger. And uh, after them, this group came out. Man, they had all kinds of trumpets and all kinds of stuff, and they went by the name CTA, which they knocked down to a small name called Chicago. (laughs) Chicago Transit Authority. Yeah, CTA. If if you want the best album that Chicago ever did, get their first one. CTA with Terry Katz, just raw, just killing it on the guitar. And then the last group that came on was this young guy, twenty twenty one, torn up stockings that he was wearing, black mascara around his eyes, and his name was Alice Cooper. I saw that show, Coop, for fifty cents. Wow. That's how much it was to get in. Wow. 50 cents. That's when rock and roll wasn't all about the money, folks. Mm. It was about Mm -mm. the music. And that show was great. My girlfriend wanted to leave immediately when Alice came on. I stayed. You, you, You don't get any better garage rock and roll than Alice Cooper. It's great stuff. Great stuff. And, uh... You had the first album that was big, and 18 was the huge song that was out at that time. So, anyway, yes, I am old as dirt. I still ride a brontosaurus to work. That's just the way it goes, just like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> ah, How are you so, doing today, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Doing really good. Uh, movies are kicking. We're having a good January. Got some good stuff coming up. Uh, you know, we're showing Left Behind. That starts on Thursday the I'm 26th. going to see it. I went and saw a plane yesterday. You shamed me into it. I told you last I, week. It, you I, haven't seen Plane. I couldn't believe you hadn't seen it. I mean, I think it is one of his best. It's good ever. What I, I like, mean, is I it, really do. He's not the ultimate hero in this. That black guy is true. He's really good. It used to be in spoiler the, alert. He was in the yeah. He's kind of sneaks up on you French on foreign language. Turns yeah. the tide. Yes, mm-hmm. he's good, and he mm-hmm. does it for a reason too. And that comes yes. out at the end as well. But anyway, it's it's a great movie. I really liked it. I was I was telling uh, 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 my buddies Chris and of course Robert that we had to go see that. The other one, I told them, guys, guys, night out. We're going. We're going to we're going to grab Aaron, our producer here, tie him up because I don't know if his fiance will let him go. Uh, we're going to tie him up. Maybe duct tape his arms behind his back. And take him to the theater to see Cocaine Bear here in the first week of February. It's February 24th. Oh, it's the third week. Okay. February 24th is Cocaine Bear. we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm okay? looking forward. This, I saw 
the trailer for this last night before playing. And that is the most <laughs> outrageous. It's, it's even more outrageous than Violent Night. Universal Pictures, Cocaine Bear, February 24th, rated R. It's going to be a riot, going to be hilarious. you got to check that out. we got some cool stuff coming up. Now, today we have Missing, PG-13, Nia Long, a mom goes missing. Her teenage daughter has to track her down. Come to find out she's got a second life in Columbia. Okay, now is it a is it a drama or is it a horror film? More of a psychological thriller. Okay. Yes. So it's got some scare points to it. But, yes, a lot of drama. That's today. That's new. Of course, we're still playing Plane. We still have Tom Hanks and a man called Otto. Not doing Ava- real well. Yes, yes. Doing well at the box office, PG-13. Of course, uh, Avatar is still on the screen in 2D and 3D. Still doing well at the box office. Still playing Puss in Boots, <laughs> PG for the kids. And we've got uh, Megan uh, about the... Great movie. AI, AI, baby. AI doll that's uh, whacking people, man. Yeah. So that's all on the screen. Starting Thursday, Left Behind with Kevin Sarbo. That's coming up Gotta Thursday the that. 26th. That's coming. And then um, on February the 3rd, we'll have 80 for Brady. That looks crazy. Great P- PG-13 comedy uh, with uh, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Sigourney and Weaver. That's yes. other people. Yes. And also Tom on Fe- Brady's in it, too. Yes. Also on February the 3rd, Knock at the Cabin. That and looks creepy. M. Night Shahamalama Lakeham. Ding, ding. He's the director. <laughs> you know, he brought you uh, Unbreakable, and he brought you Glass, and he brought you the Sixth Sense. He brought you, yeah, I see That's dead coming up February 3rd. Also on February 3rd, we will have The Chosen Season 3 Finale, Episode 7 and 8. That's going to be playing Ooh. starting February the 2nd, Thursday, February the 2nd. And it'll be on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th at the cinemas. So be sure to check that out. Uh, all of that's coming up, and that is at all of my locations, Batesville, Searcy, Cabot, Hot Springs, and Little Rock. And, of course, we're Riverdale10.com. Riverdale10.com right here in Little Rock. We are featuring a full food menu, luxury leather, electric recliners with tables and reserved seating, over 10 different wines, 40 different beers. Go online, Riverdale10.com, reserve your seats. We've been remodeling the theater. It looks absolutely gorgeous outside. Be sure to check out the new signage and everything that we've been doing. Uh, all that's happening. We've got a couple of exclusives at Riverdale this weekend. We're playing the broker from Neon Films. It is top of the fold in the style section. Democrat Gazette today that expects they expect Academy Award nominations for the broker. That's at Riverdale Ten. Riverdale Ten dot com. That's an exclusive. Okay. And we have the whale, which is new today with Brendan Fraser. That's also that's at Riverdale big, Ten. Big buzz. Riverdale Ten dot com. Missing. The Whale and Broker. Those three new ones at Riverdale 10 this weekend. Next weekend at Riverdale, not only do we have Left Behind, we have the new film from MGM, Women Talking. Academy Award nominations come for that one, they say. And also starting on the 26th, Infinity Pool, the new Cronenberg movie. Ooh. That starts on the 26th. So three new ones on the 26th at Riverdale as well. Riverdale10.com. Click coming soon to check all that, all of that out. Remember, we've got the free popcorn bucket. You get the 2023 popcorn bucket, and that gives you free popcorn on Wednesday with a ticket purchase. Got mine. Get yours. You can refill it anytime for just five bucks. 
And, of course, we got the rewards program where you get your rewards card. It's free. You get points for every dollar you spend at the cinema. You redeem those points for free movie tickets, free concessions, and free posters. More with uh, Matt Smith in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Yeah. All right, back. Dave Ellswick Show. We're just talking about a friend back of ours. In the saddle. And, and he's getting older. And and here's what I'll say. I, I remember when he worked at Markham Street. Yes. Young young Buck at that time. Yes. And I, I saw him a couple of months back and uh it's a i mean we're talking now 20 odd years have gone by 23 he has gotten to be uh a very very talented young man he was just a crazy crazy kid when i first met him well you know that kind of like you well what you're looking for (laughs) (laughs) what you're looking for what you're looking for when you're hiring at least what i'm looking for when i'm hiring is i'm out there trying to find a young person that is between about 16 and 26, and they're a high school or college student, and they're doing something with their life. And they're going to work at the theater for that brief period of time before they move on to their career. Correct. You know, that's what we're looking for. That's the goal. Um, and I try to get people that are goal-oriented and, and you know, have their life together and have something going on. You know, they're, they're president of the Beta Club. They're the treasurer of the FBLA. You know, they're the secretary for the Future Farmers of America, or they're captain on the basketball team or you know something like that they've got something going on they're they're in flag corps you know they play football or they're a cheerleader or something they've got goals uh or you know they're a college student and they're trying to do a little part-time work and if you can find somebody like that it is really good for them because the theater works around their school schedule and it gets them a paycheck and it's good for the theater because you can find a young person that is goal oriented uh it is harder to find now than it used to be um, you know, it's it's very, very hard to find now compared to what it was. Gen you know. Zers, trouble. Well, I, I mean, I, I think I think as a whole, society has somewhat done a shift. Uh, and if you're looking for that, that you know, you used to be able to hire that middle-class kid who went to school and then had a part-time job. Now a middle-class kid has other things going on. And a lot of those kids have so many after-school activities, so many sports uh, so much volunteer work and stuff that they're doing that they just don't have a job. That they got to do so they can get scholarship dollars to yes. go to college. And so that has really, really changed. And it, it is harder to find that kid uh, to do those things because if they're not playing a sport, you know, or they have some other, maybe a drama or a musical talent thing going on, something going on with the band, then they're doing some volunteer work or they're doing whatever. And you can't get them in for a part-time job. You know, they are they are definitely uh, diamonds if you can find them. Harder to find them now than it used to be. Last uh, young man that you had at uh, Cabot 8 that I really ate cinema, VIP uh, theater. Lee, was that yes. his name? From Cersei. Yes. What's yes. he doing now? Uh, he took a job. Um, he took a job at a factory. Okay. Yes, yes. Because he, he needed the money to go to school. Um... um well, not exactly. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know. You're I'll, telling I'll me to, that he made I'll, a misstep? I'll have, to, I'll have to elaborate when we're off the okay. air. He made uh, a I misstep. I could have elaborated if we hadn't named this individual, yeah. but, you know, I have to elaborate when okay. we're off the air on so that He one. made a misstep. I'll, I'll hear all about it during the break. You know, I'm, I'm not talking. saying that. Because I, mean, I really, know. I was impressed with him. I'm not saying that. I'm okay. Just, uh, yeah, I just, just, I was, uh, I just, you know, and, and it's, it's um, you know, I mean, I'm not, not necessarily about him specifically, but. It's uh, a lot of people, uh, when they're young, uh, do something that is stupid, 
and you just it's hard to recover from yeah. that. It's yeah, true. It's just hard to recover. It's true. You only um, you only get so many silver bullets in your lifetime. Yeah, and and you know I will meet people, or you know I'll have somebody that will come. I will, I will come across somebody that I meet out in the world at a concert, at a restaurant, at a sporting event, whatever. Or I'll come across somebody who uh, who comes across my social media, and some time will pass by, and they'll ask me, you know, how are you so successful? And they never like the answer. I love you. Hard work. You know, they just they don't like the answer. I mean, it's it's it doesn't matter what you do, it, it doesn't matter what you choose as your work. If you will do two things, and not do six, you will be incredibly successful in laser the focused States. just do two things don't do six it's that simple and people hate that answer you know but well they especially hate the answer when you incorporate hard work into it yeah i mean it, it's it, you got to do two things go to work and go to school there you go until you're at least 30 or you have something beyond a bachelor's degree do those two things those two things do those don't do these. Yeah, drugs. Get, get married too young. <laughs> yeah. Have a kid too young. Yeah. Alcohol. Yep. Cigarettes. Drugs. Hey, newsflash. Marijuana's a drug. Gambling. Don't do that. All right. We'll <laughs> stop right there. We'll come back. Do the other two. We got to get some news for everybody. Let's. And that is good news that you just heard, and very very successful news. All right, back with you here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. The Dave Ellswick Matt, Show. Matt Smith is here. Coming up in February, February 14th to be exact, Valentine's Day. Here's what I want you to do. Make your date with your significant other. Woo. Go out and have dinner early, 5 o'clock. Make your reservation. Woo. Go out and then come to the movie for the Dave Ellswick Classic Movie because, baby, it is Raiders time. <laughs> Back on the big screen. 1981 PG Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's Indiana Jones in the original the from original. Paramount Pictures, baby. Yeah, we're going to do the original this year because I know that number five is going to be produced. And uh, that's going to be Look huge. Out. It's going to be great. When is it going to come out? November or December? No, it's this summer. Oh, is it this summer? Yeah, it's like okay. July. So we'll be waiting. Yeah. I'll be waiting for it to come out. Oh, yeah. And I, I love what Harrison Ford said. They said, who should play Indiana Jones after you? He said, nobody. He's 80. He's back. This is probably the last one. But it's you can the see only, the original. He's the only, I mean, he's the only guy who's on, ever man. done this. Riverdale10.com. Get your tickets right now. Go to Riverdale10.com. Click coming soon. Coming soon, page is going to pop up. You're going to see that cool Indiana Jones Ray of the Lost Ark poster. Click on the Showtime seat map pops up. Get those advanced tickets now. It's going to rock. Now, as you're hearing us talk about it, mm-hmm. admit it. In your back, in your head, you hear dun 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 got to love that music, and man. And the boulder is rolling through That's the cave. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a great be film. It. And the Nazi, the Nazi's opening up the lid. And, oh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> that dude had it coming, though. That clown needed his face melted, yeah. man. He needed it. He Such had it coming. Such a great movie. Such Nazi a bomb. great movie. I love that movie. I'll go see it again. It'll be about a million times, probably, I've seen it. Yes, February 10. That's coming up. I mean, excuse me, February 14. February 14. That's coming up. Now, we got some other cool stuff popping off in February. We got Magic Mike 3 with Channing Tatum. Wow. Magic Mike, the last Who dance. Who would have thought? 
February 10th for Valentine's now, Day. Who would have okay. thought that they'd have three of those movies? Hey, hey, women like that. You know, yeah. they're going to come out. Also, on February 10th, we'll have the 25th anniversary release of Titanic in... Can I tell them how the movie ends? 4K <laughs> digital restoration and 3D. Oh, Titanic, wow. February 10th. you got to check it out. See that for sure. I, w- I won't spoil the ending for you. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. <laughs> A lot of water's involved. And it's cold. Uh, yeah. And then, the one you're looking forward to, I know, February 17th, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I like I like, Quantum. Uh, I like that. So, tickets I'm, are on sale now. I it's like in Paul 2D, Rudd. 2D and Real D 3D. Tickets okay. are on sale now. CerseCinema.com. Dave's Hometown. Cabot VIP cinema.com yeah you want to see that serving beer and wine by the way i didn't say that hot springs vip.com riverdale10.com and of course way up there in independence county on the north side of south side batesville arkansas oaks vip cinema.com and we're probably going to add maybe another location this year maybe two maybe three we're on the hunt oh we're We're on the hunt this is a man who is mr hollywood for central arkansas on the hunt we're looking for locations and screens on the hunt baby. okay now where are you when are you going to vegas uh, that's in April. No, okay, yeah, so it's, it's in April. Be long. It's like a week of no sleep. Um, man, and people, you're not the only one asking me that, man. Everybody's and when he goes, me. now when he goes, it's when man, he comes back Dude, on that Friday, brutal. I'll make sure you know about it because he'll have all kinds of information for us then. All it is, kinds it of is, information. It is brutal. It is so tough. Man, it's a hard week. Um, it starts Monday, April 24. And so I will probably go. I'll probably go Sunday the twenty third. Okay. I'll probably yeah. I'll probably go Sunday the twenty third so that I can just hit it. So Monday. you'll be you won't be back that follow, that next uh, Friday. Friday the twenty eighth. Yeah. No, no, I will stay. It I'll starts have to Monday. Get you in May. We'll have it to starts from Monday you. the twenty third, and then it ends. Uh, the last party is sometime Thursday night the twenty seventh. And I'll probably stay. Now, I'll listen, probably sleep all day that Friday. When he's talking parties, these are business parties. Yes, yes. And you, you've you got to go because... If you want to be in on the movies, just, that come, if you want to get that movie that's not going to be a you know big tentpole movie, but a smaller movie, you got to go. It, yeah, I mean, it's just nuts. I mean, you know, every day you got, like, breakfast with somebody. Then two hours later, you got coffee with somebody. Then two hours after that, you got lunch with somebody. Then two hours after that, you got coffee with somebody. Then two hours after that, you got dinner. Okay. And then after that, you got a movie. Then after that, you got a movie. Then after that, you got a party. Coolest movie just, star. Coolest movie star that you've ever had uh, dinner or breakfast with. I, I, I've got to go back to Keanu Reeves. Probably. Right. You know, just, That's just, cool. Just as personable as he was and just as cool as he was. And just, uh, it was a trip, man, because these women were going nuts over did he this offer, dude. Did he offer you a red or a blue pill? <laughs> he's, yeah. He was, I think he wanted to get to the Matrix because these women, when I leave him alone. Yeah. Um, he was standing, he was standing at the, at the bar and. I had an opportunity to talk to him, and I was talking to him, and this woman came up Uh-oh. and said, can I get a picture? And she handed me the phone to take the picture. And she just 
curls herself around the guy. <laughs> I mean, just like wraps. He's used to this. Wraps right. her leg around him and puts her arm around him and sticks her face up against his face. And, and you know, you, you can see he was like maybe deer in headlights there for yeah, a second. Yeah, you know? I got you. I took a couple pictures. I handed the phone back to the, the woman, and she stumbled off or whatever. And he said, man, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard like, I have heard story? nothing but good stories about him and how he reacts to his fans just, and whatnot. Just a part, just just standing there talking like one of the fellas. Remember, very normal. Remember, John just, Wick Four. Yeah, is yeah. this year March seventeenth? March seventeenth. Yeah, that's yeah, going to be huge. Yeah, just just very personable. Wow, that's close. Yeah, very just a very personable guy. I'm yeah, but it's two months. To. Two months to John Wick. Can't 4. wait. So that's probably like the the most down to earth normal conversation ever, and just the way he acted, and how he dealt with all that, and just you know. When you, you you want somebody like that to just don't be a jerk, right? You know, don't don't be don't be rude, don't be mouthy, don't be one of those people. You know, um, so probably. Have you, one, have you ever seen Theron in person? I have not. I have not. I just want to know: is she as beautiful in person as she looks on the I screen? Mean, I mean, not up close from a distance. Yeah. Yes, like you know, you, you'll sit there, you'll sit there at Caesar's Palace, and you know, you got your seat or whatever, and. They'll have they'll they'll show movie clips. Everybody has a product reel. Warner Brothers, right, Lionsgate, right, Parent, right, whatever, right. and they will bring the stars out. So I have seen her on a stage live, but not up close. You know, a few feet away. I'm down there in like the first or second you row. Because everybody on the stage talks about Robbie being so beautiful. She, I, I, yes. I'll tell you what, Theron, I think uh, is uh, gorgeous. Uh, 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 no, not <laughs> Mark. You talking about Margot Robbie? Yeah. Talk, no, Margot I, I, Robbie's gorgeous. I'm not, against, I'm not, I'm not I got. I'm, I'm not throwing rocks at Charlize. Okay, but uh, Margot, oh, she got Charlize beat. What man. happened? Let me just ask you. What happened? She got Charlize beat, man. What happened to Babylon? Oh, it, oh, man, it's a mess. I mean, come on, man. It, it, I mean, first it, cra- of all, it crashed and burned. First of all, it's three hours and twenty minutes long. It's too long. Um, it's it's uh, it's got an R rating, so the rating hurts it, and the running time hurts it when it comes to box office, right? And then it's just got a bunch of crap thrown in there that is unnecessary. There's a lot of drug use in the movie. Oh, a lot of sex. There's, there's in the a movie. lot of sex. There's a lot of nudity in the movie. There, there. It's just it's just over, over the top. It's overblown with this raunchy crap. It's all um, Roaring Twenties stuff. Yeah, it's just overblown with this raunchy crap, all this cocaine use, and all these weird, you know, parties that they were allegedly having in Hollywood at the time. But if it hadn't been so long, that would have helped it at the box office. Uh, it didn't need all that awful junk in it. Uh, that was too much. You could have got your point across with less of those scenes, right? And then you release the movie at Christmas, dummy. Yeah, that's not I mean, a Christmas it's just stupid. movie. I mean. Yeah. I know you didn't have anything else in the can to put out. But right? they wanted it for award season, too. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you should have put it on one screen in New York and one screen in L.A., you know, on 1231, and then would have qualified for this year for the 2022 awards, and then you could have done something with it later. Uh, I mean, it was just stupid. Paramount was just pushing it out there. And that's one thing that I don't like sometimes dealing with studios. I know my market. I oh, know, yeah, they get myopic. They I think know, they know. I know my customer, and when I tell you nobody's coming, 
don't, don't make me play this. Please don't make me play this. Okay. Um, you know, and they won't listen because they've got a certain screen screen count that they've got to hit either based on the movie star or some contract with the director or something. And they're hunting those screens and they will force some junk on you. Like uh, I had to play that junk Babylon in little old Batesville, Arkansas, you know. Oh, that's not kind of what a waste of time. I had there. to play. I had to play Easter Sunday with that comic guy, um, that Joy Luck comic dude. I had to play Easter Sunday. Um, I had to play Bros from Focus. Oh, and I mean, you're talking about just three if awful you, motion. Now, let pictures. me just say something about Bros. If, if you didn't go see that movie, according to the people who were behind Bros, it's because you're homophobic. Those three movies would, had a hard time selling tickets in downtown San Francisco, okay? <laughs> and you're beating me up hunting for screens, yeah, man. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to play these movies, man. I don't want them at my theater. All right. And you're just beating me up, trying to, you know, forcing me to play it, basically. Let me take a break. Come back. I want to talk to you about something during the break, and then we'll decide if we want to talk about it on the air. So Dave Ellswick Show here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, going to, I got to hear the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, later. yeah. You will. You'll, you'll hear the end. Hear it's the coming. End. Oh, look out! All right, ten minutes uh, before eleven o'clock here on the the Dave Ellswick show, and I think I can ask you the question on yes, the air that yes, I said. Okay, yes. M Night, uh, new, his new movie, yes, Knock at Cabin, is about people who show up at this cabin where family's at, mm-hmm. and they say you have to sacrifice a member of your family to save the world. Uh, save the world. That's the, ba- the basis. It, it, it's a great, a great start for a premise, movie. Yes, and, and, and maybe if you've had those talks over a beer or two at times about something like that. Yeah, it's a good premise. Yeah, you my would promise, give them your mother-in-law. Here, that's what you would yeah, do to yeah. save your family. Here's you would my say, question. Take my mother-in-law, please. Because I was watching the trailer last night before playing, which you've got to see playing. If you want an action mm-hmm. movie, you got to see playing. Here is the thing. Mm-hmm. It's about. Two dads. Yeah. I mean, not not two different families and dads. I'm talking about the family has two dads and this girl, and that's the family. And I'm wondering, does that hurt the box office? Well, you're asking for my opinion. In no yep. way, shape, or form is my opinion endorsed by any studio. I agree. <laughs> it's my personal opinion. Um, you know, I think that the problem with Bros, other than it being an awful movie, is it was a love story. This is a horror pick, and people are getting killed by the bad guys. And that is a different premise and a different thing. Um, you know, when you're going out trying to murder these people. I mean, that's basically what, you know, you got to sacrifice somebody in your family or we're going to take them. So it is a different premise. So okay. I think I think this movie is far more successful than Bros, which was a flop. Oh, it was beyond oh. a flop. And, you know, Bros, Babylon, and Easter Sunday, like I said, you couldn't give away tickets to that junk. In I didn't even downtown, hear about Easter Sunday. Uh, downtown, uh, it came out August 12th. It was horrible. Yeah. Uh, downtown San Francisco, you couldn't give away tickets to Babylon, Easter Sunday, or Bros. So, obviously, they weren't working in Arkansas. But what gets me is the push in these movies by Hollywood executives to have inclusion. Okay, we want to include everyone, we include everyone, we include everyone. Okay. Right. All right. And so we want to have this inclusion. And so they they feel the need to throw a a gay character into everything sometimes. Oh, always. Right. But that's only a six percent of the world's population. Mm-hmm. You know, six um, percent. Um, 
But yet we never come up and say, we need a Christian Marvel Comics hero. We need a Christian Star Wars person. We need a Christian in this horror movie. We need a Christian, right? Yet that's 60% of America's population. I'm going to get me. 60%. I'm going to buy a T-shirt I saw him. Uh, Matt, that's got all of the Marvel superheroes yeah. sitting around, and yeah. Jesus is sitting in the yeah. middle of them, yeah. and said, "Let me tell you, when I was in hell." <laughs> well, I'm just you know, I, mean, I'm just, I like I'm that just, one. I'm just saying, if 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 your argument is inclusion, okay, and I have nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with the movie being made about you know gay people or whoever. I, right. I don't care who you're making the movie about. What I don't understand is inclusion, inclusion, inclusion. But you don't have Christian characters of in these mainstream not. motion pictures. Your mainstream motion picture may have a gay character. It may have, you know, whatever, but can't have a Christian, which is so strange to me if inclusion is what you're going to do because you're talking about 6% versus 60%. Now, I'm all for just Christian movies being made. That's cool. I'm all for just gay movies being made or just Native American movies being made or movies that just are Canadians being made or whatever, right? If you just want to put out a movie that's got nothing in it but Cubans, I'm cool with that, okay? <laughs> and I'm cool with movies that are just geared toward the Christian Make community. Make it a quality movie, but, though. But, well, you know, I mean, uh, The Chosen's quality. Yeah, you know, that's good. Quality, They're really right? good. So I'm glad the Christian movies are there or the Cuban movies or the Canadian movies or the gay movies, whatever. But I'm saying, you know, if you're going to put and, and Marvel has done a lot of this, a gay character in every film. Yep. Throw a Christian in there too, man. Or, or <laughs> just, you got to. I'm just yeah. saying. Okay, right? Or you've got to, you know, like the Valkyrie in the Thor movies, and they made her a lesbian. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. It, Why? It, that makes no sense, man. It, number one, makes no sense. It, it has no impact on the no whole sense. subject no of sense. the movie. Makes no sense. And, and you know, if you're going to do that in R rated movies, cool. Might even I might even could stomach PG thirteen, but when you got some junk like that in a PG film, when you're doing something like that in an animated film, you need your A S beat like like <laughs> right? like strange like my world. dad used to say like this is strange world right, a flop yeah right, and why the flop because they had a don't put that junk boy. in a PG kid movie man yeah. you they need have your a teenage boy beat. being. Wanting to be with another teenage Take it to the woodshed. And you know what? They lost $4 billion last year, and they had to bring back the other CEO. So maybe they got woke and went broke, baby. Well, that's what I'm hoping. Money talks when you get into companies like that. Went broke. $4 billion. Lost it. That's a lot of money to lose. I got one other thing for you before we close. Okay. Is Al Gore on cocaine? I played (laughs) him today. Is Al Gore on cocaine? I played it. I I played it today. What is he on? Nah, he's nuts. Did you see that? About the boiling oceans? Dude. About how they're turning the uh, upper jet stream into Dude, the right cesspool? Now, he hit a bump before he went on stage. That <laughs> <laughs> on something. I am serious. Did you see him? Well, they didn't just they didn't see him here on my show in the 8 o'clock hour, but we played him. We played the audio from that, from Davos. Yeah. Did he not sound like he was just wired out of his mind? Yes. He sounded like he was on some kind of drug. Yes. I mean, he's just too old. His, and, and crazy, and man. you watch the video, he is bright red-faced. Look and, at his eyes. Yeah, he looks crazed. Seriously. Of course, if I had gone from three to $300 million in, in uh, my my bank account, maybe I'd get wild eyed too. I, I, I don't know. I think he has some hookers but and you know blow what, in the green room. But you know what really worries hookers me about that? Hookers and blow in the green room. That's the stuff. That's the stuff that they'll play in uh, your uh, son or daughter's biology class and tell you that's true 
what he's What's saying. That? What he's saying. Oh no, you get fired at my school yeah. for that. But I'm just saying. Well, no, my school don't play. Yeah, I got you. They tried some of that at my school, and, and we we cut them loose. <laughs> we cut them loose. The you think I'm playing? No, I'm not saying you're you're playing. We let the principal of the high school go. Good. Cut them loose. We well, should. And we should don't be. play that woke at my place. Good. We don't play that at my school. You go Pulaski, right? Yeah. Pulaski mm-hmm. Academy don't play. All we right. cut the head of the high school. Good. Let him go. Last week, my brother. That's the way it should happen. <laughs> go woke at my school. You're done. That's the way. That's why I'm so excited about school choice we used in to Arkansas. Have, we used to have a head of school. Unemployed, baby. Get ready. I'm just telling you. Sarah Sanders is the real deal. You know deal. I love her, right? She's <laughs> the real you know, deal. I mean, she's got it, man. She, but I'm just telling you, this whole thing about school choice doesn't happen Unless Sarah Sanders is the governor. Hey, pre-K three and four, I'm behind it. Teacher raises, I'm behind it. But I'm also behind those vouchers. Behind it, man. I see. Don't use that word. All right. What? Let's use the, the, the correct terminology. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Education savings accounts. I'm sorry. Okay. Is that what it is? Yes. All right. But it's where ESA. your tax, it's where the state tax dollars go where your kids go to school. Okay. That's ESA. Okay. All right. We don't say voucher because it upsets people. What's I don't, it called? Uh, ESA, Education Savings Accounts. Education Savings Accounts. That's what they're How called. does it work? Uh, it works this way. State money that would follow a student to a school, the, the parent of that student uh, would be able to tell which school they want to have that money. And Amen. you go to the, you want to go to that uh, you want to go to private school? Amen. Go to private school. You want to go to a religious school? Go to religious Amen. school. You want to go to uh a public school, go to public school. And the Amen. public schools are saying, but they'll, cu- they'll stop coming. Quit teaching all the crap. Teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, and you'll have no problem. That's right. Go woke, go broke, baby. It's coming for you. All right. Matt. Superintendent. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate hey, I you being here. I always have fun here. here on Friday, man. We have a good time, and Friday show's different Friday's than every fun. other show. You better get those tickets to Raiders of the Lost yeah, Ark. Yeah, they're going to go fast. 7 p.m. February 14th, that Valentine's Tuesday. Day. RiverdaleTen.com. Go, go to dinner, give her a nice piece of jewelry, and take her to see Raiders. She'll Come out love and hug Dave Ellswick. And he'll love, she'll the mass mandate's been I lifted. I will be there. Yes, <laughs> I will be there for that movie. I promise I'll be there to see that movie. No masks. Right. Got to get out of here. See you on Monday morning at 6 a.m. I'm heading to cra- not Cracker Barrel. Pardon me. <laughs> I'm heading to Waffle House. I'm heading to Waffle House. What? 7 a.m., by the way. Oh, so, did I say 6 again? Yeah. 7 a.m. I'm used <laughs> You're to getting used up. To that, Dave. I'm not used to getting up late. 7 to 11. Yeah, 7 to 11 every day, Monday through Friday. Tuesday and Thursdays, we're at the Capitol. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a great weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.